Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you, it's hip to be square, soldier. Boot up Cortana and get ready for an elite episode. We're talking Halo, Season 2, on Normies Like Us. Covered X-ray, this is Silver One. We've got elements of Bravo team. Comms really went down to some noise. No combat is bullshit. But if you're sending Cobalt to another comms array, you better tell them to respect the Covenant. Excuse me. You gotta stop pushing her. We've been out here all night training. Why? Because they're training. I told you what I saw on Sanctuary. Our enemy is out there. They're getting close. You heard it up top. We are taking a trip to that devious ring once more. We're headed out to outer space to talk Halo Season 2, the Paramount Plus original, here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, uh, Colin ODST. Nice. I, I'm, this is a Meister Chief. <laughs> and this is uh, Cobb Tana. Cobb Tana. All right. Oh, they're all, <laughs> they're all good. Yeah. The, wow. The, we got. We just need the Arbiter now. But, um, you know, yeah. it's the eve of Valentine's Eve. This will release on Valentine's. Wow. And so Mardi we Gras. We would, yeah, Mardi Gras. As well. Um, Master Chief Graw, the, you know, the greatest love story of our time, Master Chief and Cortana, and gamers' wow. love of this franchise. You there know? is the AI in my brain. Yes, yes. That's right. You know? So, um, season two. Did we talk season one? Season just two. on a watcha? We did not. Just on Here, here's, yeah. Yeah. Um, even that, I'm a little sketchy, because I think our history is that maybe none of us watched it. We'll talk about that in just a second. But I yeah, do yeah. want to point out, Mike, this is not the first time we've done a Halo episode. We did a proper... OG, way mm-hmm. back in the day, maybe like the first season of this podcast where yeah. we sat around and talked about our history with that game. But I'd love a little refresher. So I know you guys are Halo guys. Mike, Halo, Halo guy? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Microsoft's going to stop being exclusive. So that's big news. So PlayStation owners can finally mm. play Halo and stuff. And cross-platform. that won't ever happen. They won't throw it to a well, game it's definitely... like that. Uh, Not because they're uh, they can't well, sell Xboxes because nobody wants them, right? That couldn't. Yeah, be. that's the no. But it's about your... time because uh, I think every game should be on every system. You know, exclusives are the way of the past, and I think if you can play, you can play Sony games on PC now, so you should be able to play uh, Halo yeah. on PlayStation. And the problem with Xboxes is you're already making a console. It's called a PC. Yeah, Microsoft, like you're competing with yourself. Yeah. So well, they're officially losing the console war, so they should just, yeah, you're right. They should just stick to PC. They're losing, you know, Xbox is suffering in sales against PlayStation, so. To sell um, software. But that Starfield said, was going to be their big, uh, was going to be their big savior. seller that, that, yeah, so. Nope. So, but we got another space game that was a big seller mm-hmm. and a console mover, and that's the mm-hmm. Halo franchise. And yeah, I love these, and I actually wanted to bring up, I have here, you know, the uh, insignia for noble wow. team or whatever you know wow and then silver team technically mine not silver that's the best team but right. a friend of mine moved away and left this so i have the entire halo reach wow noble team know those guys. wild yeah so they got their little guns so yeah, i like that's halo cool. a lot it's my most played game halo infinite on steam like the most hours like over 400 wow, some hours really so i'm a halo sure, boy. sure yeah we've played a lot of halo infinite together over the past several years since mm-hmm. that game dropped, because it's been the only really uh, Halo game that's been, you know, since, you know, years ago. So, yeah, like five and stuff. Um, 
and that game had its own problems, but it's still alive today, and people are still playing it online. Uh, and just sorry, real quick, akin to what you guys were saying about not being Xbox dudes anymore, neither of you have the newest Xbox. You both play it on PC or whatever the Battle Pass equivalent. Yeah, PC, right? correct. Through Steam um, right now. Um, yeah, but the only time I switched in my life to a non-Sony console, let's say I was always PlayStation One, Two, Three. When Halo, you know, Xbox 360 and Xbox, that's when I actually bought those systems was specifically for Halo. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For me, I was, yeah, I'm the same. I was a Nintendo 64 GameCube and then, uh, Wii, and then I was like, you know what? This Xbox 360, when I was in high school, I'm like, I'm Mm going to get that so I can play like real, you know, mature games, not this mario baby bullshit stuff. yeah 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 colin how do you feel about nintendo and their baby games then were you a halo person <laughs> yeah, uh, i mean obviously yes i was a big nintendo person all the time i had an original xbox i'm the 360 kid like you guys i love my 360 to this mm-hmm. day still have a bunch of halo games but the nostalgia i feel I know we've talked about land parties. That was a big thing for yes. our generation. This game in particular was part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think primarily people would say two. I think maybe three is like the fan favorite game now. Three it is seems kind like, of getting right? the peak. I think that's peak Halo yeah. online. Yeah. But three I, for the, me, uh, during high school, three was like the, the the online game that really awakened me to the idea of like online shooters and stuff yeah like similar to how fortnite is today for kids and stuff or you know even for me where i'm playing fortnite that was halo 3 for me in high school so mm-hmm. yes trying to explain to my father why i needed an ethernet cable and what xbox live was was quite the interesting challenge jacob yeah. but the yes. the nostalgia i feel in particular for this franchise is so rooted in a game called Halo Combat Evolved, the first video game, Mm. and thinking about those summers where I'm like, okay, I'm a space marine shooting aliens, and then halfway through this story, fucking zombies are introduced. I remember that blowing my Mm -hmm. goddamn mind. Yeah. Yeah, the Halo 1 campaign to this day is still great, and sometimes I'll just get on, you know, the Master Chief collection and i'll just fucking play that old those old uh, yes, halo dude. one and mm-hmm. two campaigns and they're still great so yeah <laughs> no it's it, it's uh it owes a lot to the alien franchise too and aliens let's say space mm. marines and all that i just finished re-watching those that's why it's top of mind but the way the first yeah. act plays out in the spaceship and then it opens up into the whole like planet like that was like mind-blowing back in the day like it was really Absolutely. it's really one of the yeah standouts so Luckily, we you know we're getting a series that has somehow been able to capture the grandeur and the wonder mm. that we experienced. That's right. In those days, well, and we're talking season two, of course, which just yes. dropped two new episodes on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Now, season one, remind me, you guys' history with this show. For me, I watched the pilot. Didn't really. I, I think I watched a couple episodes. Didn't really follow through on the full season. Um, but did you guys watch the first? So season? I, I think we again maybe talked about it in whatever whatcha two mm-hmm. years ago or whatever <clears throat> at this point where I said, yeah, I think I watched the pilot. I can't even really remember at this point. The funny thing I want to point out now, though, my current experience with the Halo TV show, um, my father and I will sync up or we'll kind of like watch TV shows together, or whatever, like choose something, or whatever. Isn't it Paramount Plus? 
So for a million years, I've been pitching, and obviously we've talked about it quite a bit on this show, Strange New World, Star Trek saying like, mm-hmm. hey, man, this is so much like the Star Trek you liked as a young man. you got to watch Strange New Worlds. And my dad forever has been like, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it. Now, he just took a trip to Australia where oh. literally he was like, Colin, I've got the whole flight planned out. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch the whole season of Strange New Worlds because I know for a fact Virgin Airlines has Paramount+. Plus. I was wow. like, that's great, Randy That's Brooks. a great way and to do it. He was so excited. He checked in halfway through the trip. I said, how was Star Trek on the way out? He said, they didn't have it. They didn't have any of it for some reason. They only had the first five episodes of Halo Season 1, so I watched all of that. Nice. I wow. said, why did you do that? And he <laughs> said, I don't know because it was available. So, yeah. Wow. And he loved it. Yeah. I know. I And I think truly it was a thing of him being like, that has name recognition from when my sons were younger. I at least know what Halo is, I guess. I, but yeah. I'm not positive he would or does. So I, I don't yeah, know. That's interesting. And of course, the the history of this franchise getting made is long and filled with, you know, it was, de- it was in developmental hell for a long time. I mean, so many names were attached to either making a movie or a show for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like um, like Peter Jackson was like attached right. at one point, right? And and I think the District Eight, the District Nine guy was going to make a movie or That's something. Right. So many people have passed through this project over the years, and it finally got made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what we got. So yeah. And Mike, remind us: did, did you watch this show? I watched, yeah, the first episode, and then I kind of skimmed through. I watched like the final battle, but you know, it's pretty infamous for. I taking, you know, maybe I'll talk I, about I, it more proper. Yeah. I remember a lot of just us as pop culture heads kind of texting in our little off podcast, little text chain being like all these articles where it's like Master Chief fucks and stuff. Like, I really remember us all kind of yeah. like focusing on like the buzz and gossip about this series. Well, there was a lot of yeah, yeah weird choices they made in season one. Master Cheeks was a it's big thing because the first and, episode uh, he gets butt ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know in the first episode, but he definitely I thought um, it was one or two, but it's early. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely didn't see it. I think, it's but uh, you know, one. our friend. I think our friend of the pod, Adam, was watching it, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, not uh, Adam Bennett, but a, a different Adam that that we know, right? Who's who? Yes, would tell me things. The people that I know that are watching were like, "Yeah, it's crazy things are happening." So I didn't finish the season because they I, all my friends were watching it were telling me it was bad. So why would I keep right. watching it? You know. And famously, you know, our Master Chief lead character of the games, we've had 20 years of games and we've still never seen his face. And in the first episode, they unmask, yes. which you have to do for yes. TV, but that was a big sticking. It's like, we don't, well, that's not my Well, they had to do it for TV, Mike, while concurrently yeah. airing against a series called The Mandalorian, which does mm-hmm. not that's do right. that, which is Until the fascinating. Very, very mm-hmm. I may have some controversial opinions about this show. Yeah, so maybe, uh, we'll maybe we should just jump into yeah. the yeah, yeah. meat and potatoes. We'll talk season one a little bit more and what these first two, you know, it takes two to tango. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, normies. Buckle up. Needler, because we are back here 
a Nervous Like Us talking Halo, the TV series on Paramount+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Yeah, I mean, do we kind of, I mean, can I skim through season one and like vaguely have memories-ish? Yeah, like, well, if you, if you have them, Let please. Me tell oh, you, yeah. I, Soldier, what was downloaded in your brain, Soldier? Gortana. I can tell you, um, for me, I wa- after watching these two episodes, I kind of was like, let me go back and oh, no. start watching season one. So I did watch the oh. first couple episodes of season one, so I can explain a little bit about um, what right. happened as well. But um, I understand that there's like a, a human who's working for the Covenant, and then Master Chief yes. ends up hooking up with her for a bit and trying to be seduced to yes. the dark side, and uh, then Cortana's Master like, Cheeks. yo, dog. Oh, she's watching the whole time, because she's in his brain. I hope I so. I didn't get that far. That's later in the season. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, Cortana, obviously, this was this AI that uh, can be in his brain and all that, that Dr. Halsey is trying to um, create and all this stuff. Um, yeah. Well, the things too is it's not resembling the game's plot really at all. And they said that originally. Right. We don't have Sergeant Johnson. We have a couple name characters like Keys and Halsey and Cortana and Master Chief. Yeah. But even the other Spartans aren't from the games, even though no, we have and, you know, probably squad. super important to point out, Mike, that for a franchise that takes place on a deadly weapon ring called Halo this series does not take place at a time where they are going to the halo. Well, it's actually, yeah, yeah, it's almost a prequel because it's, Mm -hmm. it's essentially taking place at a time when they're sort of just discovering the covenant. They've been fighting them for a little bit, but a lot of humans on these colony worlds don't even know about the covenant yet because the um, UNSC has been kind of hiding what's been going on with this war. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they haven't read, they haven't found the halo yet. That's kind of what the big, that's the big reveal at the end of season one. Oh boy. Yeah. And in the timeline, um, like Halo Reach is happening kind of right before main Halo's going off. So yeah. this season's alluding to right building up to that. Yes. yes. Now, does this owe any um, like narrative ideas to any of these like books or huge backstories that have been established for the Halo franchise? From what I've researched, I don't think so. Like I, these characters that we have, like the other Spartans, they don't exist in canon in the books. From right, what I've okay. been reading online, it's so almost like a um, launched it. Pocket yeah, universe, like the Star Wars situation where you have the extended uh, books and everything have their own lore. That Disney was like, "No, we're not going to do any of that. We're going to do our own thing." It's kind of like that where this this world's completely separate from the expanded lore of the Halo franchise yeah, as we knew games. it. No, yeah. we've got really good ideas. This guy's gonna fuck. fuck. Yeah, yeah. We need well, him to we fuck. Need Game of Thrones. It. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I wanted to mention before we get into season two. Yeah, it's a new showrunner for this season. Uh, oh. The showrunners for season one. Uh, unsurprisingly, they're like, you know what? We're good. We're gonna try. We're gonna uh try someone else. So we're they're totally scam another they're... streaming service with a different idea. <laughs> <Thank> yeah. <you laughs> checks. And. So they were like, you know, we're taking some of these criticisms of season one into account. And they're saying, we're going to really revamp it for season two. And the actor, uh, Pablo Shriver, has in, said in interviews, like, yeah, we, we're, we're really trying to change things. We're taking the criticisms uh, and we're, it's going to be a, a, a different Halo in season two. So, so check it out. You know, make sure to watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, the so, marketing is extremely apologetic. Yeah, it's like, we're season. sorry. We know yeah. we kind of fucked it up. Uh, this season's going to be bad. Wild. Just trust us. Please watch it. Yeah, yeah, which I was surprised it even got picked up for season two because pretty much universally fans of the game didn't like season one. And they'd be like, there's like well, two fight scenes that are worth watching. You know, generally, with what I've been hearing. 
Yeah, it did have a very negative perception, but at the same time, it's like the most watched thing on Paramount Plus ever. So wow. they kind of have to bring it back. Trek. Yeah, hey, but don't you think it's so much like the Amazon Lord of the Rings, where it's the sunken cost fallacy? Because for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. this was a Showtime developed and financed show mm-hmm. that. Once Paramount Plus and the streaming wars started, they shifted it all over to that. And then I think yeah. for tax reasons, since Showtime no longer exists because it is now Paramount Plus with Showtime, mm-hmm. I think they can literally just say, well, this is a fresh marketing budget. You know, this is blah, blah, blah. This is our first time pumping revenue into this as Paramount Plus. Right. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. an interesting way to look at it. And that did do like a couple things like right, like the armor looked pretty good, like seeing the guns yeah. from the games and the sound effects. Like they did a okay job bringing some of that stuff to screen. It was just the plot and like Well, I think fucking... um yeah. Let me say this. I might have some controversial opinions about this show compared to most people's reactions okay. because um, I mean, it, let me ask you this. Am I crazy that I actually kind of like this show? You are. So I let's, crazy, yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's set up for our audience one more time, yeah. Jacob. You are our, you have, you have said this. If it is yeah. a science fiction television show or fantasy-esque or whatever, mm-hmm. you yeah. will tolerate anything, anything or go for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned on our Rebel Moon episode, I have a pretty <laughs> low standards when it comes to like bad sci-fi. Um, but I thought, well, especially these season two episodes, I liked them. Well, I thought they're at least an improvement over season one, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're they are trying to make they are trying to change things. And I think, okay. On our Watcha, like two years ago or whenever, I do remember saying, I think I watched the pilot and I was like, I kind of like the the attack on the colony of the, uh, you know, the covenant attacking the colony. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a cool scene. And then it kind of went downhill from there. Right. But it they start you with a, with a good hook. And I think season then, two kind of does yeah. that, too, with this, um, these elites on this thing that um this planet that uh master chief fights and they're invisible and stuff and the swords like i I thought that scene was pretty cool and that's out of the games the white elites that have the cloaking you know that's like okay cool so we're getting to see that iconography so i'm I'm on board with that yeah yeah so like season one they're starting with a strong hook there is a lot of parts i find boring and i don't understand what's going on uh but at the same time i kind of don't hate it because i still think the world's kind of interesting there's some interesting mysteries going on so i'm kind of yes. yeah season two yeah i would agree with you the interpersonal stuff and some of the performances like there's a character maybe we'll get to at a certain point where about 10 minutes into his performance i was like wow this guy's blind i'm just picking that up that's fascinating oh, sure. yeah um you kind of get a to- look at um his his squad mates right the silver team you're getting kind of a look at, at what they're going through their personal struggles as well so um, you see yeah. what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> you do, and you see that it's clearly expensive, and I don't know if it's the stagecraft or whatever, um, but I, I, I think the special effects look pretty good. Do you see the Covenant in the first season? Because uh, the Elite, yeah. I thought, looked tremendously good in this. I will say they looked a lot better mm-hmm. than they did in season <laughs> one. So in okay. season one, in the pilot, there's that big scene where they attack this this colony. It's like the first scene in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's cool action scene, but the they did look a little janky. The CG 
uh, the elites, they looked a little it's, weird. And then when was you it see grunts the, uh, too? Are they practical? I, I assume they're all okay. <laughs> oh, all really? CD. You get brutes. Mostly elite. You, you see the uh, mm-hmm. what are their leaders called? The emperors or whatever. Oh yeah, you get the prophets in there. You see those guys a lot. You, if it's, you ever get a hunter, I would fucking lose my mind. I that am waiting for it. Hell. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. As far as elites. The Arbiter is in going to be in season two. Like I looked and at the cast. Is it Keith as, David? No, but it's not going to um, Keith David is like 80 years old now. But he should be allowed be to be this character yeah. still. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just do no, the Darth Vader great. and AI him, you know, just feed it into the machine. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, but it's on the cast list for season two is the Arbiter. So I think we're getting him at some point. Wow. As a rival, there's clearly some setup stuff of paranoia and their training. And we'll we'll get into all this. They're advancing his storyline then, yeah, because he doesn't really show up till Halo 2. Right. Yeah, I'm not really sure. And In the prime time. And like you mentioned, there's this human woman that's like with the Covenant. I don't know what her whole deal is, but she's like... um, so basically the whole season one mystery revolved around this artifact that Master Chief finds in the first episode that he can touch, which is like forerunner technology that certain humans are considered blessed ones by the covenant that they can touch these artifacts and do different things with them. Um, yeah. Some yeah, space MacGuffin stuff. And then do yeah. we want do yeah. we want to say like the basic plot of Halo is like it's the future of Earth, we're the united space marine corps right is that true mike well it's the colonies because there's there's, okay we've expanded beyond earth there's all these different planets right uh, and colonized and some of the outer colonies at least in season one were sort of at war against the unsc because the unsc is kind of seen as their oppressors where basically in season one yeah you're introduced as the spartans are the enemies of these insurrectionists because they're basically used by um, the government to like put down insurrections. And yes, stuff. and explain the Spartans. Explain <laughs> our hero John oh, yeah. Spartan. Yes. Well, Much the Spartan like the program... regular Spartans, they're taken as young children and forced into yeah. a life of combat training. Um, a la Sparta, like the original 300. Yes, this is yeah. Sparta. Um, but they're augmented as well, so they're like stronger yeah. and, um, you know, just like really badass, basically. They're the elite the, of the elite. They have like cybernetic implants so they can wear the suits right they can kick more ass carry heavier weapons than the average soldier they're the super super special forces iron man yes. almost right but they're also sort of like brainwashed to a certain degree where they can't like they don't remember their childhoods and they have these like chips in them that like repress their emotions and stuff so a big part of season yes. one was also about like removing their chips so they can feel emotions breaking right. free sure i'd yeah. have to imagine now in this in the in the opening of this season two first episode just something mm-hmm. i want to point out about their suits real quick as we're talking about that uh our lead spartan does say do you smell that yeah he, can they smell through those incredibly advanced yeah, i guess the, the hud robot There's suit is like it smells like shit and he's like oh cortana thanks for telling me it smells like shit Pro- yeah yeah I, th- I think they can smell you know okay. why not get some olfactory in there that's pretty advanced he says do you smell that i was like i would have I a can't. do you yeah right. have a filtration um system at least. um they're on an alien planet mike i'll point that out <laughs> yeah who knows the atmosphere is like. breathable <laughs> I, guess, um, I guess I should mention with Cortana, so the big Please. sort oh, of yeah. cliffhanger of season one is that 
So from what I know, and I haven't seen all of season one, but this is what I know from just reading the wiki, basically. Um, I remembered something. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, um, you don't say it. Yeah. So basically Halsey, who is Dr. Halsey, who is in the games, who is a character that's kind of important to the whole lore of uh, Halo is the Mm -hmm. uh, doctor that oversees the whole Spartan program and everything. She's been wanting to put Cortana which is an AI intelligence into the mind of the Spartans because it's going to be the next step of evolution and all this stuff. And it's going to make mm-hmm. them more controllable so they don't go rogue like Master Chief does in season one and all this. Right. Um, so the big cliffhanger is that some I mean, of the top rogue. brass is like, no, we can't use Cortana. And then she's like, no, we should use Cortana. And then at the end, they put Cortana into Master Chief to like save his life or whatever. And then you, the cliffhanger is like, you kind of don't know who's in control anymore. Is it him or oh, is it her shit. controlling him? Mm-hmm. This season starts, they're like, uh, oh, it's like six months later or whatever. We took Cortana out. Like, He's you know, they're kind of, they're kind of like restarting the, the show almost where they're like, forget about what happened season one. It doesn't really matter. Like, we'll we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, and Halsey is like missing. I don't even understand what's going on with Halsey in season two, maybe Mike, you can explain she, a little bit. From or what I can vaguely understand of generic sci-fi plot, she like <laughs> basically aided and abetted John Spartan's usage of Cortana or something. So now the military people want her, so she's on the run or whatever. Um, yeah, but she's being like held captive by the new guy that's like in control of the Spartans, right? As I want to talk about that guy, so, yeah, Doctor Halsey, that. real yeah. quick. This yeah. is a uh, Natasha McElhenney, who I know from Californication, just kind of Truman Show, mm. just kind of a, a veteran mm. actress who's always been around. And a fine sure, pick sure. for Halsey, I guess. Look similar enough look to the game. Yeah, uh, I liked her fine. in season one, from what I've seen of her too. Um, and then Colin, the other the other part of this these episodes is the Bokeem Woodbine uh, character, Soren, who, if I can explain what he's all about, he was a Spartan who ran away from the program when John was younger and um, basically became a space pirate and was like, fuck the, fuck the UNSC. I'm going to become an insurrectionist. Um, And so now he kind of runs this, the, the rubble, which is like this uh, space pirate ship. Right. Um, so he, we're introduced to him. He's kind of going, he's kind of, he gets trapped in this whole plot where he wants to get Halsey and then turns out that it's the UNSC arresting him. Um, so who knows what's going on with him? But that's right, kind of where, where we're at. Master Chief had his pet for season one, Quan, the, his colonist yes. friend that he was uh, going AWOL for. They were running around. Right. So now Quan's in the rubble, Is so it, they have stuff it, to do. I know so it was a Mandalorian story, right? It's like he had a Grogu. This, yeah, this he had a Grogu. Colonist. He sort of had a Grogu where, if I can remind you of the pilot in, in season one, basically we start in the perspective of this character, Quan, yes. who mm-hmm. is the daughter of the lead, the general of these insurrectionists on Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately they start getting attacked by a covenant. Her whole settlement gets wiped out by the covenant. So she's the sole remaining survivor. The Spartans come in, kill all the elites, and she's the only one left alive. So he takes her back in his ship. On the way back, he, the thing, the interesting thing what they're doing with the show is that the UNSC they're not like all good guys. Like they're all right. kind of doing mischievous things, um, mm-hmm. and they're like basically kill this woman because or kill kill her because she's kind of inconveniencing us of being alive. Um, mm-hmm. And so they order him to execute her and he goes against his orders. That's when I he runs feelings. away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want um, to have sex. He thought he said <laughs> immediately. Yeah. 
I guess so. And he starts because he finds this artifact that he touches. He starts seeing memories of his childhood and stuff. So he's going through a lot in his head. So they're trying to control him. They're like, oh, he's gone yes, rogue. It was something yeah. where mm-hmm. his mother interacted with forebear technology in the past. I do remember something mm-hmm. about that. Totally. Yeah. 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 So and so that's what this woman who's with the covenant is kind of the same as John, where she's a blessed one that they call her. I don't understand this stuff at all. Like, I don't know why this character None of this exists. Is in the game. <laughs> but it seems no. like maybe they've moved away from her because we do not see her in the season two. No, we, two. we see her in the so end two. of the episode two. Oh, I did um, not realize that's who that was. That there, last <laughs> yeah. fight scene with the, where oh. the elites show up on that. Oh, okay. Uh, the okay. door yes. open. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I truly was like, oh, interesting new Spartan character they're introducing. No, I had no clue. Nope, I thought that's maybe that's our... where they would introduce the Arbiter or something because I knew that he's, I yeah, knew that he's coming in this sure. season. Yeah. I thought that's where they're going to throw like they're... in that hallway. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. let's <laughs> let's let's hit pause for a second before we go yeah. into more plot stuff, and let's keep breaking down. Let's rewind to our cast a little bit because we said his name, but let's be sure to hit this now. Pablo Shriver is yeah. the lead star of this series as John Spartan. What sixty nine or whatever the hell is nine one one seven. I'm so impressed by you guys right now. Well, to be fair, it's the most famous designation. And when we play Halo, we set the field of view to 117 degrees out of respect for the Master Chief. Oh, guys, I love you. I love you guys. Halo's the best. Um, It's okay. (laughs) Well, now it's been ruined. Master Chief from Fortnite, I mean, yeah. Yes. Um, What what do you guys think of this performance, Pablo, as Master Mm. Chief? I think it's pretty good. I mean, here I want to I want to get into this helmet controversy. Okay, so the big controversy of season one was like all the fans were like, you can't you can't take his helmet off. Like he always leaves mm-hmm. his helmet on. For me, I have a different perspective. I don't really care if he takes the helmet off. Personally, I actually prefer that he would take the helmet off sometimes because a I don't think it makes sense for him to always wear the helmet um, when he's like mm-hmm. back in the base and stuff, just hanging out. Like why does he have to wear the helmet? You know, right. and two. I like that you know that it's the actor because like in the Mandalorian, when I found out that it's not even Pedro Pascal, like most of the time Ever. in the suit, I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Right. Yeah. Um, like I like to know that it's Paulo Shriver so I can see his face. And also you can see the actor emote more when you can see their face. Right. So that's my reasoning for why I don't mind the helmet thing. All that is logical. Yeah. But I, I, that's not my master chief. I, I always thought in the games, <laughs> it's just, you're obviously in the, you, you're in the character, but like he doesn't take the helmet off, and it's a way to separate like the status and eliteness mm. of a Spartan with regular grunts. Like he is above humanity, but, like a regular person, and it kind of yeah. I would say he still is. You in have the to show, humanize though. him for and, drama. I get that. But the game, he's fucking Superman by that point. Because isn't yeah. the start of every game just him being unfrozen and being told like, okay, here you are now. You have to go down Basically, there and fucking I kill a weapon. Yeah, it's, and it's it. The thing <laughs> is, when you're in the games, in the campaigns of the games, you're always on a mission or something. So when he's mm-hmm. in, on a mission, he is wearing the helmet in the show, right. right? It's when he's back at base, like you don't always, like if he's eating a meal, how's he going to wear a helmet if he's eating? Right, right. Know? No, so they show him kind of living his life outside well, of missions. And uh, stuff. He can smell stuff with that helmet on. I'm pretty sure he could taste stuff with it on too, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. He has to um no one can just look at his face when he eats up. and he takes his helmet yeah. off. Just like the Mandalorian. Now, <laughs> here's here's my opinion on it, because I am pro what you're saying, Jacob, but here's here's my personal take on it. Mm-hmm. He cannot wear the helmet because 
the helmet cannot fit his head. Let's go back to a conversation, an iron clock conversation we had. Oh, wow. Now, Pablo Schreiber, this is not who Pablo Schreiber is. He's transformed into doing these action movies. I find this incredibly fascinating. But what Hollywood is trying to convince us normal people happens to men in their 30s and 40s now. Again, Kamel Nanjiani, Zac Efron, Pablo Schreiber, mm-hmm. um, a million other people you could name. The idea that we go through a second puberty where our head changes shape is a fascinating <laughs> trick that Hollywood yes. is trying to pull on us. It's well, like as you get older, accent. you do, uh... You know, you lose your your Uh, youth and stuff. Your your ears grow, your nose grows, all that stuff, sure. But when you are taking pure testosterone, which is Mm -hmm. what these men are doing, Mm -hmm. your skull changes shape in a way that is not what is supposed to be happening to human beings. Well, he's right. doing it the, just like Jack Efron, the method. You know, he was experimented on as a yeah. child soldier. He's not. It makes sense normal. for this role. Yeah, I mean, he's. A, <laughs> I don't agree with that. I, 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 it never Tom, makes yeah. sense. Stop no. killing yourselves. You are well, guinea pigs. These actors in twenty years, the heart problems playing they're going to have, like mm-hmm. an elite super soldier, kind of makes sure. sense for this role. But is and, it worth it? Is my <laughs> argument, Jack yeah, Reacher. So. I watch Reacher every week. Alan Richardson is a hundred percent honest about it. That he's guy's like, naturally look at just me. Huge, oh yeah, right. Yeah, like <laughs> size wise, he's like, look, I'm six two. I'm a big dude. If you guys don't think I'm taking every drug on the planet, you're a maniac. Look well, yeah. at what I have to look like. And again, but should can... he be doing that? I think he should no. because um... <laughs> no, not for his <laughs> lifespan. He shouldn't be. It's different in in com- competitive sports where obviously these things are uh, not legal because, due to competitive reasons. But I think in a in a movie or something like that, you're not competing against anybody. So I say, if you want to shoot up all the whatever you want to, I think you should be allowed to. And we brought up so a have the kind of a bad example of it's like it can, can can it can create a little body dysmorphia maybe for young men, and they're having it a hard time can. right now. That's the fear. And yeah, I would say that's my major problem with it because even Kumail Nanjiani has said like basically it fucked him up mentally after Eternals had mm-hmm. mixed reviews. Basically, why did like, I do what this? What did I do that for? Like it wasn't why? even worth it. <laughs> what's what's that um, point of this? I want to bring up yeah. a point like that too. When I'm watching the show, and I'm a little colder on it than Jacob, but I might continue. We'll we'll see because there's some. Stuff I might that I as like. well also huge <laughs> yeah. bomb here, guys. I also was kind of sold on it. So <laughs> I kind of hate it, but I kind of like it. It's very weird. Love yes, hate. but I think They're there's very... there's yeah with regards to like his body and everything. I think there's yeah. sa- ways to do it safely where you're um, using HGH or whatever. There's if you're if you're doing it in a safe way, I think it's either like. There are some adverse side effects, but I think we have it yeah. down with science now where that you can um, control it. But I would just worry about the psychological effects. But his, I think he looks great in this show. His brother great. is turning into a meatball, Jacob. Lee Schreiber <laughs> is turning into well, he's a little bit a literal too. piece of pastry dough. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it is. It's the half-brother genetics, too. All the good stuff went into Pablo. I mean, for no. me... I mean, his brother was Sabretooth, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Bring him back. Bring him back, Deadpool. We need him. Mm -hmm. Pablo is still young enough that he can – it makes sense for him to look like that. I would say the Hugh Jackman thing, him having to get back in shape for for Wolverine, that's what scares me. It's like he had this whole Wolverine bit. We said farewell to the character. Now he's back. He's like – 
60 years old. I don't even know how old he oh. is, but he should yeah, not again, be trading like hard. <laughs> Just to, yeah. and it's again, it's a media thing to have Adonis Greek god statues. It's like, maybe we can... Just have regular people too, but you know, super. It's yeah. a whole thing. It's a whole other conversation. But I do feel bad for kind of the whole cast of this show when sometimes it's very, very mediocre. And I'm like, you guys are trying so hard, and they are not yeah. giving you good material. And like, no. you're getting paid, but this at the end of the, I'm just going to call it at the end of the heat death of the universe. I don't think Halo, the TV show, is going to be going down in the books as one of the greatest. No, of I think all it time. will. Okay. I think it will. He's calling um, it now. So I kind of feel I bad for everybody involved that. to like, this is essentially garbage. No, of yeah. course. Yeah. The content but, factory, right? Yeah. But I think he looks good. I mean, even when he's not wearing the helmet, he's so physically sort of intimidating his presence. Like he's just such a big guy mm-hmm. um, that like he fits the master chief role for me. So I think Pablo Shire is doing great. I think he's trying really hard. I think in a yeah. lot of those scenes where he's going up against the bureaucrat and he has to be so buttoned up, but like Jacob, not having seen that first season, I think the rest of like Mike and I pick up and I'm, I'm sure you did too. Like mm-hmm. in the writing that like this guy is having issues with his emotions. There's clearly something that's either he's about mm-hmm. to lash out with or the PTSD he can't deal with yeah. the mm-hmm. subplot of the weird female soldier thing that he's doing in these first two episodes, I think is really yes. interesting for that too. Survivor's mm-hmm. guilt. I love that. Yes. Um, mm. That I, I agree with you. I think Pablo's doing a really good job. I again, wonder like, you know, it's like, is he the only guy who could do this? Probably not. But I, I think not this the is only probably guy. the best you're going to get for a Paramount Plus original TV show or whatever. Yeah, so. I like what he's doing because he's yeah. sort of – you can tell he's got a lot of inner turmoil going on. But yeah. he's still like this military guy. So he has to have this calm exterior. So he's like – he has mm-hmm. emotions, but they're like barely concealed under the surface. He still has to remain sort of composed. Um, and his leaders keep fucking with him because he's – like he's now it's like this Ackerman guy who's like – definitely evil or something because something's going on yeah. with this guy yeah um, he's teamed up with that other lady it's like it's gotta be yeah that guy and, i know that guy from titans the the mm. hbo max oh, sure. terrible he played the villain in one he is yeah what he is up there with Corey cunningham for me as a guy who when i see him and stuff <laughs> oh, i'm no. like oh, oh. <laughs> i i don't Not think he's person. doing very good well he's oh, clearly no. got some ulterior motives he's like gaslighting master chief telling him he didn't yeah. see what he saw and all this right. stuff um and he's and that's what we find out he's like keeping halsey captive in this like virtual room or something uh, yeah, or in, not. I mean, truly, maybe those were real clones, whatever that whole backgammon. Yeah, well, there was a whole cloning thing in season one, too, where, where Halsey was making flash clones of humans, which was, like, illegal, and that's why it was controversial, the whole Cortana thing. But isn't, I was about to say, isn't literally the backstory that Cortana is a clone of her own brain, though, right? Did we say I that? I think so. I think so. In the games, too, yeah. like her <laughs> yeah. AI. Yeah. And should we um, say the voice of Cortana is the original actress from the video game? game she's the only one to carry over uh, well, in Jody season one West, she was is that what her in name season is? two it's a different mm. actress so oh really wow. because we're now seeing her so they cast an actress to portray her physically because um, oh, but just but, for that weird hologram date scene because we haven't actually seen her yet well in, we? in episode two um when the when the evil dude bad talks guy to has a conversation yeah. with her Oh, I again, guys, boy, I really was not following. <laughs> We're going to continue. Show. I have no yeah. I, yeah, I might read. <laughs> That's all episode this. two. Um, like, okay. Yeah. 
But yeah, I did like in episode one, you had the whole Blade Runner 2049. Type I, scene but Mike, <laughs> I almost, before yeah. we even started this thing, when we were, again, we were kind of soft selling. If we were going to talk about this or whatever, we decided mm-hmm. on this. We started at different times, whatever. I was into that episode where I almost text out like, Mike, you might end up fucking loving this show, dog. Yeah, I got there, but um, it's... I, I'm not loving it, but uh, Jacob did mention it. It has flavors of the expanse. All the stuff with the rubble, yeah, like, that is giving expanse. I mentioned vibes. earlier, yeah, it reminds me of the expanse. Another show that I like a lot. It's just like mm-hmm. a not as good version of the expanse, basically. So, if which you, is yeah. not as good a version of Blade Runner, you know? Yeah. So, if but you want to see I a good like version of the show, watch like the the, the feel of like. Dysto- there's like almost like a YA dystopian like that you have to keep cutting to the silver team like working out at this space station. I'm like, this is kind of like interesting. I, I don't know. Again, it feels like I, I said it's the rebel moon of TV shows because it's like, all right, you're grounded, Master Chief. We're the bureaucracy. <laughs> like, oh, no, I I can't do my soldiering anymore. Like, it's it's like, and here's a cyberpunk planet. Let's do that for a yeah. bit. Like, it's just a little bit of all the tropes with a halo yeah. wrapping paper but it's know? a lot like like in the expanse you have like the belters and the mars people and all these different factions and that's kind of similar here where you have the outer colonies and they're against the unsc and stuff so it's not like humanity is not all united against the aliens kind of how it more is in the games where right. they added this whole <laughs> thing of like some humans are like bad to other humans in this whole, and they're, I do think they're making it more like a Game of Thrones type show. Where they're like different factions are fighting for control. Yeah, and there like is no moment in any of these games where you go like, oh shit, space pirates, right? <laughs> nope. Like at all, right? No, at all. No. Just, but I do think, I think it works for the show because it makes it more interesting. I mean, personally, and this might be, like I said, controversial, like, the lore and the story of Halo never interested me that much. Like Whoa. I liked Halo for the gameplay. Like I just don't find the lore of Halo that interesting, and it's just very generic sci-fi to me. Um, and I kind of like that the, is some wild. of the changes they make for this show better. This show is generic sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? It's but, but it's it's so vocabulary sci-fi to me. Like the fact mm. that Jacob, like literally, when we started this thing, that we all did throughout these different things of like the Arbiter, ODST. You know, the, you're this squad, you're this, and that literally, I can like encyclopedia go through like gravity hammer, energy sword, and just name off every single right. weapon that they have, like. That's the stuff that like Halo is to me, but I agree with you that that's not they're showing all that story or world building. Yeah, yeah, they've showed a lot of that stuff in the show. Like, there's been a lot of nods to the game and stuff. Right, it's just they're also expanding it and adding new things that was never in the games, which is more controversial. Well, and you can't. I get that you can't carry a show with just Master Chief adventures. You need to have other characters and other side plots happening. You know, like I I get it. Like it's a function of the medium. You know. But like, let I me think, point a show yeah. like, when it is just a guy doing missions the whole time, a little show called 24. Steal a format like that. <laughs> well, yeah. With the and Arbiter Mike, and Master Chief like, working against each other. Doesn't Paramount Plus or CBS have like a like a SEAL Team 6 show that like David Boreanaz is just like the lead of? Like, I, wouldn't you imagine every one of those episodes is just badasses do a mission? Like yeah, you're like, stranded you, or something and that's your season. 
it seems like something you could do, yeah, that you don't need all the humanity to it that they obviously try to insert. What I'm liking the most is when it's doing Halo stuff. The rest of it is when I'm like, this is just run-of-the-mill to me. Like, yeah. like that you have to tell a story in world build. I'm just, I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm here for my energy sword, like Colin said. And when I see that stuff, I'm, I'm pretty pleased. But there's slowly, it's kind of a slow build to what it's, I think, I think they're looking at the long plan and saying, we want to have like, eventually it's going to be like Master Chief versus the Covenant way more, but they're sort, sort of, they're making this whole drawn out mystery, which I, I would argue maybe isn't working the way they want it to, but it's like the mystery of the covenant. What are they trying to, they're going after these artifacts. They're now they're doing this like training mission, which was the first episode. But the whole mystery of this season now is like the, he finds these elites that were training on this planet right before it got glassed by these, they have these like super layers that just which glass. Cool terminology. They were training. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're out yeah. Like, what are they training for? To um, bring their halo and start the halo show. Probably. <laughs> yeah. War. <laughs> I mean, you guys are, but what so I if you look at it is, all as an extended prequel to what's actually what people actually like about Halo, that's kind of what it is right now. But it's the yeah. Obi Wan thing where we're doing like he, how many times we have to have him talk to bad guy, and he's like, "Nope, John, you're grounded still." And it's like <laughs> yeah. you only need to do that once. Like it's it's stretched out artificially because of the medium, and there's a lot of shows that have been suffering from that, and I don't right love that. And that's kind of what I feel like season watching these season one episodes now. I'm like they're really stretching out the story to the point where like this could have been condensed because they, it's like all, almost they needed to fill a certain amount of episodes. Um, yeah. And that's what and it's it. all. Yeah. So it's all this mystery that leads nowhere in the end, or it's not as interesting as they think it is, but it, it, I do feel like they watch the expanse and they're like, we need that. We need like political intrigue between these different factions. We need like yeah. some, some leaders that are up to no good. And like Halsey is controversial too because she kind of has her own um, agenda with Cortana and everything. And then you have like the Admiral that's like, no, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. They're adding a lot of intrigue. They're trying to, yeah. And it's definitely starting better than season one. And once they get to reach, like that's where I'm anticipating more game adjacent kind of events to be happening. At least, like the way things unfold, where the Covenant do bring a Halo I, to kill everybody. Yeah, Just give me a Halo. Yeah. Get me on the thing. Give me a Halo in my Halo show. Now, Mike, yeah. well, I, I would have that, to assume because we, we yeah. keep saying we'll that, you know, season that four. obviously it's well, yes, you know but, what I mean. But I, well, you see the Halo. But I in disagree. The end of one. I, well, that's what you're, I want to be on again, it. Again, <laughs> the tease. Here's I think the backroom dealing mindset for them is exactly how mandalorian and grogu is playing out where they wanted three seasons of a show that sets up other shows where literally you call one odst or reach or whatever that you're spinning off the silver team all these other people your audience is so excited and then the game stuff happens in a culminated movie that we finally get reach the halo wars or whatever the fuck it's called you know whatever the the games Mm. are but yeah, I wow. mean, the idea that that would happen, that. It, it's just a fantasy. It's just <laughs> a fantasy. Like, this is, it's not taken off. I see a board no, of person they're... imagining that just with the player base. Like, this is big, right? Like, I don't know anything. <laughs> There's kind of two ways they could have gone with the story where they could have followed the plot of the games more. But then you would argue, well, you don't need to adapt the plot of the games because there's already you can just play the games or they're doing their own thing. Um, which is what they decided to do. But like the Mandalorian, 
the way that show structured, it's a lot more episodic than this show. This show has like a season has like series long mysteries and stuff that it's yeah. building up to, um, like the expanse. Um, but I don't know for me, the, like the story of halo is just not that interesting. I mean, it's just like space Marines versus aliens. And there's like a halo that's like a giant. I think you are really forgetting in Halo 2 where fucking Master Chief and Arbiter are held up by the zombie brain that controls all the yeah, flood and has right. a conversation with them. Like there is stuff there, like, Jacob, that is Tartarus, like interesting and crazy. Tartarus like leads the brutes against yes. the rest of the Covenant, you know, and it's like there's yeah. Yeah. Division what's the name of that little guy, later. the librarian, the, the little asshole? Fucking, oh, you know, I'd love to see that guy. Thank you, Guilty Spark 343. He lives in the Halo. Yeah. So we won't see him till season well, yeah, three yeah. We'll never. I mean, he's the villain. I think they're saving the some stuff thing. for yeah. future Eventually, seasons. Because, yes. like, yeah, some of the stuff you're talking about is like Halo 2 and Halo 3. So they, they got to get to Halo 1, right? Yeah, right. and that's what's frustrating. Idea that we're not at Halo 1 yet. It's season yeah. 2 of Halo. Like, is you could have the same plot beats of like, oh shit, the, the, there's a Halo out there. It's going to blow us up. Let's get the Master Chief up there. And then in between missions, we have the exact same scenes happening that we're doing, but just get us started on the, the Halo mission. Anyway, that's my complaint. Yeah, they're really trying to build up the mystery of the Covenant. Like, what is the Covenant doing? And you don't even see that much. And I think maybe for budgetary reasons, like they can only have oh, so many sure. action scenes per True. season, so many times you can see aliens and stuff like that. So and they want to um, get as many seasons as they can with something that was yeah. very expensive. Like it's, it's yeah, like, it's all business, baby. It does feel like stretched out, but I think season two they are trying to course correct a little bit. And they, you know, they got a new showrunner. They're like we're refocusing, mm-hmm. kind of focusing more on on Master Chief as the central character while still seeing some supporting characters. Season one was way more of an ensemble where you're cutting to different scenes of characters at least that's what i see from the first couple episodes where it's like i really think it should be more focused on john with a lot of his crew like a lot the the riz went out for the rizzler yeah i think they're they're (laughs) i I think they're actually expanding on his crew uh in this Uh, season kai that's how they're gonna pad it out and this isn't bad batch i hope he rewards your loyalty Nobody's yeah. ever been a better Master Chief to me than Master Chief. <laughs> Does there? Oh, you have like Riz is like injured and she's like having to yeah. come to terms with that. Right? Am stuff. I a good it's soldier kind of still? It, it what is, happens to a Spartan too. when it, they can't be a Spartan? I mean, so much yeah. of their battle cry is, you know, you can't die. I'll, I'll shout out real quick the back to the bureaucracy scene. Mm-hmm. I loved the moment where he was like, um, where John Spartan says, good, you were a soldier. That's good. We need people in your position who had been on the battlefield. Not that there's anything wrong with you being behind a desk now. And the guy's like, oh, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I do like, like, season one, that first scene had a lot of promise where it's like, Mm -hmm. um, the Covenant's attacking this colony. The Spartans show up and it's like, oh shit, these guys, like, you see how unaffected, like, normal humans are against the elites, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden the Spartans come in and are just, like, fucking them up. Yeah. And um, you're like, okay, th- I see where this is going. It was kind of all downhill from there. We're like, okay, we yeah. have a strong hook, and then we're going to have a bunch of boring stuff in the middle before and the And one more fight at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So... so it's maybe just a budgetary thing where they're like, we need to pad out these episodes. So we're going to have a lot of people talking. Oh. 
Yeah. yeah. It's the so leftover screenplay. It's when this was a movie, as you said, in the development process for years and years. Alex Garland of Ex Machina fame, and he's about to have that Civil War movie come out. He mm. was the highest paid commissioned screenwriter of all time at $1 million at the time to write oh, Halo sure. the movie. Wow. I'm, cl- I'm kind of glad he didn't do it because then he could I do am too. other original <laughs> things like Ex Machina, yeah. Annihilation, and all that. Yeah. But, um. Thomas Jane. Know. I'm thinking The Expanse. Thomas yeah. Jane would have been an okay Master Chief. Thinking about that now. Especially yeah. at the time the period of he's already doing Halo, Halo. Yeah. Like that age. Right. Yeah. If it was if a I movie, can, uh... if it was a movie, you know who my pitch? Vin Diesel, I think, would have killed it. Wow. And I think he would have been like, As no, the, the mask stays on. Probably, I gotta actually. live in the suit. Cortana right, family. Ben. Right. But like that's oh, yeah, such a dude. big moment in the we'll first episode tall. of season one when he does take the helmet off because it's after he saves Quan. They're on the spaceship and he's sort of trying to connect with her and, and humanize himself a little bit. And that's when he takes the helmet off. I actually like that moment. So I think, you know what? Nerds, video game nerds, <laughs> shut up. You're wrong. I just tied my with the I, helmet off. I like the voice. Uh, I need a weapon. Yeah. You know, I like the. I'm just a classic Master Chief guy. I think it's a different universe. It is what it is. But the rest. But of on this... when he's on missions, he keeps the helmet on. And right, right. Tr- That's classic like. Spartan look, and it looks great. Right. You guys think is Kratos gonna be of the God of War franchise? Is he gonna be the only other modern major video game star that people are gonna be protective of? Where they're gonna be like, no, mm. you can't mess it up. You have to do it like this. Dang, a God of War. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty well loved. I think people are protective of everything. Fans yeah, of the series. But just, right? yeah. But I'm what just would trying to think about something of the same range. Yeah. yeah. It's Supposedly like, Prime's going to do one for God of War. Wow. I wonder about uh, Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. Marcus kind Phoenix of the same has thing. to look like this, Mike. He has to look Everybody like a refrigerator. HGA. He has to look like fucking yeah, If he doesn't Dave look like Batista, a refrigerator, then he... Which people <laughs> have pointed out, Dave Batista play this character. Oh and he has God. said, I've tried. They won't sure. let me. Also, Batista's it's... doing other more interesting yeah. things, too. I think where he's like, yeah. hey, I'm a real actor. And, you know, I'm doing fucking Denis Villeneuve movies. Yeah, but Marcus right. Phoenix, he's got that chainsaw gun. He puts it away, Jacob. He puts on tiny, <laughs> tiny little glasses. glasses. He has to read a letter from his daughter, and he's, like, yeah, crying yeah. while he does it. You're like, yeah. yeah absolutely. He's got a chain. Yeah, that's perfect. Gears um, of War is another game where I'm just not sure that it's interesting enough to make a movie right. about it. Maybe I'm wrong, because I don't it's know the It's the same thing as this. Much. It's just they yeah. come from the Kill. under the earth. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Destroyed. more edgier. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little edgier, but it's the same plotting of, oh, here's an enemy force that's getting right. the colonies. I guess if there's one thing I, I want listeners to take away from this is that if you do want to watch a good sci-fi show, check out The Expanse on Amazon Prime. It it had its last season in 2022. Um, it's a great show, and it stays strong all the way through, and it's a great uh, ensemble cast and interesting mm-hmm. plot lines and all this stuff. The um, and good, it's a lot yeah. smarter show than this, so... I yeah, thought yeah. this, what we watched and covered today, Halo Season 2, these first two episodes, I thought this was a million times better than Rebel Moon. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that in terms about of... About the same um, length. Story. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's I just, two hours, Mike. You're not wrong. 
<laughs> I guess if I say what's working, I do like the way the armor looks. They're getting all that stuff right. It's everything outside, even even Master Chief with the helmet off is fine. It's every other side character feels like coming from a script that was a copy of the Expanse they were trying to produce independently. It's just like a throwaway mm. sci-fi series yeah. that they stapled onto the, the Halo franchise. Yeah, I really feel like they're trying to expand the world of Halo more I'm outside of I'm trying to make a million dollars, Jacob. I'm trying. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm not succeeding. But no. they're like, if we just focused on the Marines, like, it wouldn't it be as interesting. Like, we want to show these colonists, like, the whole Bokeem Woodbine character, mm-hmm. which I don't think was ever in the games. Um, is an interesting character. Soren, yeah. who is a former Spartan who ran away when, when John was younger. John let him go, gave him like a five minute head start or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Vin would have killed this robot. <laughs> he would have killed True. this robot. Yeah. Um, a little cross. But I thought that There's was interesting. Like the Halsey here. stuff was very confusing to me. I didn't care about the Halsey stuff in the first two episodes yet. But, but obviously... see, it's interesting that we're all so split because Jacob, I would argue my favorite stuff has been the Marine stuff. And I would argue the best bit of acting I think Pablo Schreiber did in the two episodes that we watched is in the training where fully armored up, they all yeah. keep fucking up. And he screams out, and you don't even see his face, but he screams out, they are training and getting better. You aren't listening to me. You have mm-hmm. to get fucking better. And he like loses right. it on these people. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that that's the good. whole storyline with Riz where she's injured, but wants to prove that she yeah. can still do it. And then he's trying to push her to like, you know, still be good, but she can't because she's injured and all this stuff. And I like the dynamics of this military squad where they're um, kind of dealing with like PTSD. And again, they're all this, broken. It seems like, yeah. yeah. And this, this, this lady that he saves in the first episode, major Perez or whatever, she has like this whole survivor's guilt of like seeing her whole, her whole squad wiped out by these elites. He's saying mm-hmm. he, Healy as they're called. Yes. Uh, work. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But even that, that, I didn't understand. She, so like, Ackerman, his new boss, is like, yeah. She, I talked to her. She didn't. She didn't see any of that shit. That How you convenient said is it that she was just ready to lie for this yeah. entire thing? Where he's like, your lie goes along with my thing perfectly. Let's gaslight the main character. <laughs> yeah, that guy who saved your yeah. life. Let's uh, gaslight him. And if you're that guy, you're just like, if you're Master Chief at that dinner, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you just want to yell at her. Like, what the fuck are you talking about here? Mm-hmm. Right. Which that so was I a guess, fine scene too, because he has to show a lot of restraint. You know, yeah. little little like trope, like oh, come on in and have dinner. Like no, I don't want him to have dinner. Like I've seen that. Yeah, and her brothers I think are, it I love played that. out oh, well. He's, yeah, he's it was people well done. banging or, or what's happening? Yo, you're a you're a fucking Spartan, and and Pablo Schreiber exploding <laughs> out of the t-shirt that he is wearing mm-hmm. in this dinner scene too. It's like yeah. one flex; it will explode off of his body. That's what Even I like. He looks so. Like, I don't keep count. It's like very like yeah. he's like. That's yeah. how he he asks him, know. what's your KD ratio? He says, That's, yeah. literally, what is your KD ratio? What did you get in the last game? <laughs> he, yeah, he thought he was talking about the video what's game. Your, what's your rank, Mike? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Um, uh, how many skulls gold. do you have? Can you do big head mode <laughs> or what? Yeah, But I do like, yeah, skulls. I like how physically intimidating he looks, <laughs> even without the suit, without the helmet. Like, he just yeah. looks so huge when he's on screen. He does. He looks um, good. Shows up with his Travis Kelsey haircut and uh, <laughs> <into> hearts. <laughs> now um, we have the SEO. Uh, um, yeah, you hear but, Taylor Swift is dating Master Chief. <laughs> she yeah, would be. Big, That's big wild. Jock. 
on yeah, the planet. It's, it's huge. Everybody knows who Bastard Chief is now. But I wanted to yeah. um, also shout out. His so the big is blowing up. Sort of mystery. The cliffhanger of this episode two is that right. we meet this Cobalt team, which is another team of Spartans that we didn't we never saw in season one. I don't think, but they yeah. show up and they're like, "Oh, hey, Silver Team! Like we're hey. we're gonna bully you or whatever." And so, so Cobalt mm-hmm. Madrigal. Um, these words, these feel very Halo to me as well. Are these references again? No, probably, yes. probably. Madrigal okay. sounds very Halo. I don't remember Silver Team because like Noble Squadron or whatever. Noble right. Team is yes. Those are so your that's boys. Not, that's not a. Metal. There's like a bunch of different teams of Spartans yeah. that are like teams right. of four or something, and they all oh, have also. Code names. Can I say something? The 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 um black general, like the chief of all these people, mm-hmm. he's not the guy Major who's that the guy in the he's game. A character in the game. Yeah, but he he's, is but he's that super famous guy who recurs that whole time. That's supposed to be this actor who's in, in the show, I guess. Not right? Johnson. There's Sergeant not Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He's Keys. He's playing Keys, oh, who's okay. a white dude in the game, but okay. I don't you know that doesn't matter, but he's yeah. playing Keys from the game. Yeah, right, Johnson, right, right. Which we right. need Johnson okay. with his mustache running around. Yeah, with that's cigar. why I, I just assumed. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. only character names that I know for sure were in the game is Halsey, Keys, and Master Cortana. Master Chief and Cortana. Cortana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnson's so like iconic too. I don't know why they haven't pulled the trigger on that. I he'll would probably, assume that was him. Yeah. He'll probably show up at some like we haven't seen that really the normal Marines much at all. So we've it's only not seen wartime yet. It's yeah. right. We've is. only seen Spartans, which is yeah. kind yeah. of not how it goes in Halo lore, where they're like, You're the last Spartan, basically, right? Or like yeah. we can't do it because they died in. in the Keyblade Wars. Is that true, Mike? Isn't that what happened in the lore <laughs> yes. of Halo? Yeah, I think. Rocks and Goofy were up. Cortana's digital uh, version. They had to fight a nobody. Massachusetts right. nobody showed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the big uh, so the big mystery is like Cobalt Team. They kind of they're like they're kind of razzing Silver Team a little bit. They're like, whatever, you're grounded or whatever. We're going out on a mission. They got us on some fix it mission or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, then John is like, basically, to, he talks to his boss Ackerman. He's like, you're not telling them like what's out there. Like you didn't tell them what I saw and stuff. But because Ackerman's saying like you didn't, you just hallucinated that basically. You didn't see what you saw. <laughs> I think yeah, that, yeah. So then he discovers what they never went out right or like they didn't. Well, they they're them, right. They yeah, they, they went to they this never planet. Returned. Yeah, they, it's something suspicious going on with this mission. But he's they send him out there without telling him that there would be basically covenant on the ground that that might attack them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he's going out now, or he, him and his squad are going out to try to find Cobalt Team and see what's going on. So that's kind and of that's the at cliffhanger of episode two. Reach, I believe, or is that not? Yeah, they show Reach. Oh, I don't know if are they on Reach? Is that where the Bases I'll, I'll on double reach? check. Or, I can't remember yeah. if that's what they were saying. Oh, okay. That's like okay. that's starting to escalate. But uh, let me do. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Okay, I'll confirm. But yeah, so that's the mystery: is what's going on with Cobalt Team broadly? You know, and he's going and just rogue water, now, which he does in the game a yeah, lot. He, he like, already. Fuck you, I'm going. A lot of this second episode between this stuff and the flash flash forward or flash sideways i guess to the to the clone woman playing backgammon a lot mm-hmm. of that was just me sort of nodding and going like mm, interesting yeah. okay uh, like not really getting no. it it's kind of just watching the clones the halsey stuff is basically like she's like missing or something now but she's actually yeah. being <clears throat> held captive by ackerman this guy who's clearly like usurping power yeah yeah 
And then he also talks to Cortana at one point and is like talking about something that she's running uh, predictions for. And she says, there's a 97% chance of this thing happening. And he's like, oh, okay. I don't so remember no this scene. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, just the Cobalt team never left Reach. They haven't returned from their mission and they never left right. the planet. So that right. is where and they that's, are. John is constantly obsessed saying, I'm going to figure out what happened to Cobalt now. So yeah, clearly he's back. going to go to. He knows there's certain things that his his bosses are not telling him. And he's like, he's basically sick of like the whole thing at this point where like they're keeping him in the dark about so much. And that's what season one was too. Right. It's like, you're our tool. Like we'll use you how we feel. And he's like, and, no, I'm but, actually like an individual and I'm going to do my own thing. And Jacob, yeah. sorry, do you know how do they wrap up the him finding the artifact in the season one that it activates Halo and then it just disappears or something? No, they still the humans have possession of it now because okay. he um so it might tie it's into forerunner this. technology yes. that only okay. certain humans have the ability to interact with that are called blessed ones by the covenant, which is what <laughs> Maquis blessed ones. No. That's what this girl Maquis game, is, yes. who was kind of raised by the covenant. Um, who then right, okay. him, him and her and Master Chief hook up. And uh, they have a pass together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, come to the dark side. And he's like, no, come back to the human side or whatever. She's like, no, right. humans okay. are scum humans. or whatever. Yeah. My parents were human. Um, they were assholes. Oh, you <laughs> fucking race traitor. That's wild. She's fucking out yeah. here with these aliens fucking shooting at us. Well, yep, you see yep. her, like her flashback in season one, she was like, captured as a child by the covenant because she has this special ability to interact with the forerunner technology and then she was raised by covenant so she's kind of brainwashed or something like into being syndrome like, yeah where she's like yeah fuck humans covenant all the way baby and are yeah. you is it called mckee in the lore or you're making a star trek joke that's her name in the show but her name oh, is not a, she's an original character to the show aren't the in in Deep Space Nine, aren't they called the Maquis? The, the Maquis, uh, those, yeah. The, the those revolutionaries? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very confusing. Maquis, M-A-K-E. I don't like that. It's too close. I hate that. I guess so, yeah. Um, that doesn't um, Maquis me very happy. Yes. Um, yeah, the Maquis in Star Trek are definitely... I'm Machiavarian of you. <laughs> nice, dude. Um, I'm Maquis Gras. Hey, happy Maquis <laughs> Gras, by the way. Happy Maquis Gras, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um but so basically yeah he like the military they're just doing shady things they're doing experiments on him they're erasing his memory they're suppressing his emotions so i'm saying fuck the unsc like i I, if i was in halo i would i would be with the insurrectionist i would say right you know f the man i'm joining bokeem woodbine we're gonna everyone says that until the covenant show up and then you come (laughs) crying for the spartans and yeah i guess again that's what makes this dichotomy so interesting is what we know from the video games is that it is a totally unified front of human beings versus aliens so to sew all this other stuff in the background to how we get there i guess is it's it's making the world a little more complicated or a little more shades of gray type of thing because yeah, the it's games, fine. the sense I get from the games is that maybe there's sometimes someone's doing something shady within the within the military, but it's usually like um pretty like everyone's pretty united. So Yeah, yeah. So maybe someone gums up the works a little bit, but it's not like they're not betraying. Yeah. Them. I think Halsey was doing some like some shady stuff too. The entire the Spartan program is shady. 
Yeah. All right. Now let me ask one more question here about season one. And if they're not in it, then let's mm-hmm. say, I guess maybe this is my big hope for season two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Throughout the last, well, it's the last big thing I think we need to acknowledge in that what makes Halo Halo. I'm talking vehicles. Do we hmm. see a warthog? Do we see a banshee? Yeah, see a ghost? Oh, okay. Uh, awesome. Okay. Well, you don't you haven't seen... to watch this season one. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the Covenant stuff, they've kind of been trickling it out. So you right. See, you see yeah. elites That's in season I want to one. See them. Do you see you a needler? Do you see their guns? Yes. You see okay. a needler. Okay. It's cool. And you see a gravity okay. hammer with a brute. Oh. Yeah. Just okay. watch well, I haven't seen that yet, but... Is that later in season one? Because I'm I'm re- like I'm gonna watch all one. of season one now so I can talk about authority. I need I here's what I need. <laughs> I need in this season, he fucking goes on this mission to reach, he's fucking following up to find this team or whatever. When he gets down there, he's bumping into the arbiter, they're fucking hanging out, and then they're using covenant weapons and vehicles. I need mm-hmm. to see some yeah. fucking spillover for that shit. Well, so far, I mean, you've seen they're really highlighting the energy swords, right? Yeah. They're highlighting yeah. elites with energy swords with cloaking devices. Yes. He sees them in the first episode, and they kind of – he kills a bunch of them in a really cool action scene, right? And then <laughs> It was good. It was well basically, he's surrounded, and he's about to get fucked up, and then they're just like, retreat, because I guess the planet's about to get glassed, so they – but like, why didn't they just kill him? That's maybe part of the mystery is that they want him alive for some reason. Well, he's a blessed um, one. He's a blessed one. Yeah, yeah. he's a blessed but one. Yeah. They do get that right, though. Within the hierarchy, if they did have special forces, a Spartan equivalent rank elites, it would be the white ones with the cloak and the energy sword. It wouldn't be totally. the blue, yeah. regular fodder level ones. No. So within the military hierarchy, they got that right, which is kind of nice. And I did really just like that opening scene where um mm-hmm. he you know he's trying to save that platoon and they're getting like grabbed into the, the uh, you know they're getting pulled into the um smog or whatever mm-hmm. and just disappearing it was very spooky and it's like <laughs> he's got this dumb idea that there's something out there in the fog that's gonna grab us <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and then we do the hallway shadow scene um at the end of season one master chief dies i forgot that he's he's space oh. jesus he dies trying to stop the Covenant, and Cortana yeah, he takes dies. over the suit, and that's yes. how he's able to get out uh, and survive. And that's so the big cliffhanger. Jesus, no. Is that right. Kai or someone in his squad is like, you okay, Chief? And then he like he's like, yeah, but they don't know if it's him or, or Cortana that's in control, basically. And, and so what does um, Kai or one of his cohorts says to this one at some point? Hey, Chief, are you feeling okay? I get it, man. It's been 10 years since you've been like alone in your brain or something, she says, right? So like he's had Cortana in there for like most of his life, it seems like, maybe. No, no I don't that. think so. Maybe 10 months, but it's like oh, 10 way, months, maybe. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. The big yeah, thing in season covering. one was Halsey wanted was to put getting Cortana her in his brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then he she gets uploaded in the very end. But then in season two, it starts with you see him like on the operating table, they're taking Cortana out of him. And then it cuts mm-hmm. to like six months later or something. Mm-hmm. So, and would you guys fuck a hologram? <laughs> I was just going to bring up. No, but I would let it watch. Yes. <laughs> um, I yeah. like how he goes to a hologram titty bar just to like talk to a facsimile of Cortana. Yeah. Like, he's trying to like, nice replicate. Touch. That's the, that's the Blade Runner 2049 moment where he's trying to right. replicate his, his hologram girlfriend, but it's just not the same. But if I had the mm-hmm. full K's apartment, 
where she, you know hey he has the thing that like <laughs> emits her where she can walk around and like yeah. put the hologram of like the food, food. over what he's eating yeah. <laughs> i'd date that hologram i would not date cortana <laughs> no i would get the sure. emitter if it's on a day armist yeah yeah i would Absolutely. i would date on a day armist controversial i know dang i can't believe it <laughs> Well, it's um, good to talk of romance on this Valentine's episode. You yeah, know? Cortana, yes, and joy. He's, miss, he's clearly missing the love of his life. It's there's <laughs> a very interesting story going on here. I hate that right. it's a new actress. That's kind of depressing to me. But well, it's, I, I think they want it because basically you just hear her voice mostly in season one, and now right. they want to depict her more as a like a character. So they wanted to cast someone probably younger because the original voice actress is maybe too old to portray. Yeah. And they're not going to do Natasha McElhenney. They're not, they're not going to be like, yeah, you do it. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's fine. Um, yeah. But what? But I, I, I kind of like where the season's going. Like they are trying to fix their mistakes of season one. I know season one had a bunch of like dumb bullshit that people didn't like, mm-hmm. but it seems like they sort of took those criticisms to heart and were like, we're going to try to make it good now. So yeah, it's I'll so see. hard to make good TV, dog. <laughs> I, yeah. I I think you can take those criticisms to heart. I think it's an uphill battle, unfortunately, always mm-hmm. to make good stuff. But I think acknowledging a course correction alone is the right step. I, I 100% agree with you. I feel like yeah. season one, it was a lot like the Rings of Power, another show I never finished because it was bad, right? I hate And it was like, but it was like they wanted to take this bold step where they're like, we're going to try something different and we're going to like really you know, we're going to make a lot of changes from the source material. It's going to piss, you know, the hardcore fan base off, but this is the direction we want to go in. We want to make a um, Game of Thrones. Yeah. But then people, you know, they took the negative reaction to that was pretty strong and they're like, okay, maybe this isn't working. Let's try to refocus the show and try to make it more like what people wanted, I guess. Um, so I think that's what they're trying to do now. So I, and I'm, I'm down for it again. The stuff that's working with the Spartans is working. Like, I'm okay. Let's get more covenant shit, like Colin's saying. And if we get to reach, yeah, you could you have the ODST guys because that's happening yeah. at the same time. And then it's, you have yeah. get Nathan Fillion's character from the games in this show, <laughs> David get Cross, a cameo. right? This is, yeah, just do it. Yeah, well, yeah, the ODST <laughs> voice Cross, cast yeah. is like basically the cast of Firefly. Firefly, oh, that's yes, right. that's right. Alan Quiddick was one <laughs> too. Alan Tudyk right. had cameos. Uh, Adam Baldwin. I forgot about that. Yeah. Getting in this joke about washing the warthog. I just got to wash this real quick. (laughs) Right. But they do have, they do do a good job of when the Spartans are with regular Marines, they are seen as like, oh, these guys are like, what what did you think about the shot of the two Spartans running at top speed? That, that that was a little to me. There's some shaky moments, but they're trying to highlight how I'm with you, Jacob, where I'm like, I understand what it's trying to sell here, that they are so much better than everybody else, but it just, it looked, there were clearly limitations of, yeah, it looked a little shaky. But again, if you compare the, the the scene of him fighting elites in episode one to the pilot and the improvement of the CG, I think it's a big yeah. improvement. If you look at the elites in the pilot when they're attacking, it's it's Versus a little questionable. This. Yeah, and I think they, they look a lot to paint better. One of the prop guns too. Yeah. Oh really? He just had an unpainted oh, uh, plasma pistol at one point. Oh, that's, pilot. That's great. Yeah. They, they fixed and it with I like computers the, later, but <laughs> in the first episode, he's climbing that mountain or whatever. He's using his grappling hook, and I'm like, oh, I remember that from Halo Infinite campaign. God mm-hmm. damn. 
Um, so that's a lot of fun. If somebody drops a bubble shield or something, I will fucking <laughs> flip out. Yeah, it's yeah. getting well, you see there. like you see BRs and ARs and all yeah. that kind of you see the no, pistol and all that stuff. I'm loving seeing all that. The sniper, sniper. rifle. Yeah. yeah, like that. What was your guys' favorite weapon? Were you a sniper, Mike? I like shotgun. I like uh, shotgun. pistol. Oh, I like shotgun. Pistol gun. Pistols, pis- that, pistols that and first VR. game. The Halo 1 pistol. The best. That yeah. you could zoom in and fucking snipe oh, with. I mean, pistol. that bad boy. Jesus. Not Even to this day, Halo. Pistol, yeah. In Infinite, I'm a BR and pistol guy all the way. I prefer precision because no, no. i'm fucking getting headshots all yeah you can change all your loadouts now i like yeah. the needler because yeah. i'm a madman bring dual wheels <laughs> yeah. back yeah dude. Needlers, yeah dude close combat needlers are very op they can kill you faster than an ar or a br hell yeah it's yeah. making me want to 3d print halo guns like just seeing them in the dude. show it like makes me want to yeah. have some artifact maybe i'll do the halo yeah. one gun. that is but, one um, thing i want to see more covenant stuff like i want to see yeah. more I want to see more different aliens. I want to see the jackals. I want to see fucking grunts. Jackals, I want to see all shields. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Plasma grenades. Like, I'm there's so, so much if cool If somebody came stuff. down in a banshee, I'm telling you, I would fucking flip out. Dude. 90 yeah. hunters, man, in pairs. I feel like we've mostly seen yeah. fuel rod like cannon. Fuck. Just yeah. give me the goods, baby. We've seen pelicans. Damn. We've seen all the marine stuff. We've seen warthogs and mm-hmm. the jeeps and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Gooses. But I think does, they're building up I for ask, more coming. Is every season is every season finale? He's in a warthog and has to do a really long drive to an escape <laughs> an explosion. They haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would. I would make that a priority to put it in my season finale episode. Yes, that's uh, yeah. I would love that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess I'll watch the rest of it. You know, I'm going to. Here's the sad fact, Mike. I'm going to. <laughs> I like <laughs> Halo enough well. that I just want to see the guns. And stuff. Yeah. I wanted to see a Wraith tank, you know, or a brute motorcycle, a brute chopper. I kept know? asking my dad if he was excited for season two, and I kept forgetting he does not actually have Paramount Plus. He's like, I can't ever watch any more Halo again. He could, I was like, that's frustrating. Geez. He could get it. He could subscribe. You know, yeah. you guys tell him to subscribe so can watch Star Trek. Well, yeah. what's better, Picard or this, in your guys' opinion? Because I think you I guys actually... have maybe done more. Paramount Plus Originals that I have. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about this, Colin, because I was like, this reminds me a lot of the Picard show where it's like kind of bad. <laughs> and <laughs> drama right. sci-fi, dog. TV yeah. sci-fi. Like it is. And I would say the first two seasons of Picard are much worse than what I've seen from Halo. So yeah, I'll just say yeah. that. But season think... three of Picard is better, I think. That's the course correct. Or season, about the yeah, same. The first two yeah. seasons are e- – they're both – Worse than both seasons of Halo, I could at least say. Yeah, that. yeah. And yeah. neither you know, of you guys watched Discovery. No, I just, I've seen I've seen some of Discovery. Seen some yeah. of Discovery. That's not my favorite. That's all right. right. Expanse. But, um, the Expanse is the best sci-fi show on TV. When it was on TV, the CBS and Paramount they just have the most money. Like no other networks do this many sci-fi genre stuff. Like those are not mm-hmm. cheap yeah. shows to the make. The Expanse right? was on no. Amazon. Right, um, and Bezos was, like literally personally paid for those, right? Because it was sci-fi. And it was struggling due right? to, um, yeah, viewership was not like it was a cult hit, but it was not getting huge numbers. So like, they're yeah. every season they're like, hopefully we can make another season, and finally they made a season six. It was a shortened season, and they wanted to do more. Like it, the books, like they didn't even cover all the books. Similar to Game of Thrones, they kind of rushed mm-hmm. the ending because they're like. 
we're not going to get another season. So we got to make do with what we can. But the books are really good too. I mean, I haven't read them all, but basically the, I'm talking about the expanse. Mm-hmm. Um, the books were written by protégés of George R. R. Martin. Who, you uh, have made this pitch before. That's yeah, right. Yes. Who yeah. are a duo they did of this writers. This whole who, series in the entire time that he has not written one book, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, it's so sad. They're a duo yeah. that goes by the pen name James S.A. Corey, but they're two guys. <laughs> Corey Cunningham? Um, yeah, Corey Cunningham. Wow, Corey Cunningham writes these books. Nice. Um, but normies check out the expanse it doesn't get enough love i don't think and it was a really great show uh that had a lot of really interesting ideas about um the near future if humanity were to expand into space like how would that look realistically with different factions and all kinds of stuff like that there was some alien supernatural type stuff but it was very minimal because it was like basically aliens we don't it was it was all about making first contact with aliens i'll just say that Oh, it's just, yeah, space colonies early. Like, again, there's a whole Mars group. People yeah. live on asteroids and have brittle bones because there's no gravity. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, there's the belters. They lived in the, the asteroid, asteroid belts belt. and they got to, they're like the working class. We got to mine these asteroids and shit. Um, it's great. Were you, were you both big Battlestar guys? I love Battlestar. I love I think- Battlestar Galactica. It functions so um, much stronger politically than what this is doing, which is yeah, maybe just why the I'm character like, drama. That's yeah. It's, I would say yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite too. It's the Expanse and Battlestar Galactica things. are two of the best uh, sci-fi. You know, uh, you know. Here's another options. show I'm going to throw out that like I bet is like Halo. I bet whatever is going on in the Walking Dead universe <laughs> is a lot like <laughs> this Halo show in that it's I'm sure a serviceable action scene every episode and then a lot of focus on characters where when you're watching you're like why are we spending so much time with these people like can we just yeah. like get back to like what i want to see right well the walking dead i mean the main show is over it's now all spinoffs how and dare it's about, you how dare you rick it's, and michonne that show spin-off. never dies that's the whole point Jacob. Still there it's still no, we're the walking dead don't you know, know we're the right walking now? We're the show. We're the watch. I don't know movie. if you know if you guys know what's going on with that show. Right now, there's a Rick and Michonne spinoff that's coming, and there's a uh, Negan and what's her name spinoff. Maggie, and then Daryl has one where he's in France kissing a nun. What's <laughs> that? You're like, okay. yeah. But the, yeah. the the Rick and Michonne one was like, oh, they're bringing back Rick. That's pretty. I cool, think Michonne I wrote the movie or wrote the series or whatever. Yeah. It is. That's why I thought it was originally it was going to be like a TV movie, and now it's going to be a series. I'm not really sure. <sighs> yeah. Well, Norman's right. giving me several alternatives to the Halo show to watch. <laughs> Halo we go back and, and watch in the, the, in the, vein, in the spirit. Yeah. yeah. If you want things are still great. slightly above average. Yeah. yeah. You had freaking Edward James Olmos. I mean, come on. Starbuck, Gaius Baltar. You know, these are all characters that we Between know. Between Bo Katan. <laughs> yeah, somehow yeah, Katie Sackhoff more charismatic than Pablo. Uh, I almost called him Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Pablo Escobar. Not more charismatic than him. <laughs> well, you <laughs> <laughs> can be very convincing at least. No, yeah. yeah, but again, Starbuck. you know, I'll watch any any sci-fi or fantasy. I'll probably watch it, even if it's bad. So you know what? I have That's low what standards. This Kai should have been Katie Sackhoff. That's what the show desperately needs. A f- yeah. Someone who can match the screen presence. Well, they're of all. John I mean, Spartan. Again, yeah. budgetarily, they're kind of all right. no names except for 
Pablo Schreiber. And she's doing Star Wars, but she would fit right in in this show. Yeah. She, she yeah, Pablo thing. Schreiber, to be clear, like when he's not doing business, is doing like Jerry Butler movies. <laughs> like they're not, yeah, you I've know, seen, it's, I've not, seen it's him not going some, great. He's, he's, he's had some good roles. I've seen but his, his big thing, his big breakout, he played the character Porn Stash on Orange is the, the New, New Black, Black right? Yeah. The, the oh, first yeah. Netflix original. So think about, or I guess, mm-hmm. you know, one, one of the first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's been in some story. some movies and stuff too. No stranger to streaming. Um, it's a good. But quote. yeah, his the the silver team like those three are all like complete no names. Like they don't even have. Um, right. Like I was looking on Wikipedia, they don't even have links on their names. So I couldn't even figure out. You know, the albino out. blind guy uh, <laughs> was the. He's like a rapper, I believe. He was the main mm. villain of the CW Black Lightning TV show. So I've I've oh, seen no him kidding. quite a bit. Sure, yes. I have no idea who he is, but. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I'd seen him. He's somewhere. not actually blind. I'll point that out. To you. Right. So. Well, I think he's probably acting. <laughs> Again, it, it, it took a yeah. while for us to figure out his character. was. I, not, I wouldn't even call it acting, honestly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, normies, check out Battlestar Galactica. Check out The Expanse. Uh, yeah. About Halo. <laughs> We uh, kind of we kind of rolled into final thoughts here. Let's officially jump over yeah, to final let's do thoughts that. and give our our final opinions here on the ring known as Halo here on Normous Legends. <laughs> the original ring of power that's right that's right um isn't the twist of one of the halos that there are a ton of halos and that they come together to form yeah. a super halo they're making like a super death star beam or something with all yeah. the halos yeah something like that we got cortana we can't let the halos line up with the other halos like i definitely remember hearing yeah. that as a kid being like mm-hmm, yep it's the alien dollar imagine. sign at the end halos <laughs> halos <laughs> we need i can tell you from- halos would be a good game mike and i'm shocked that they have not made that <laughs> that's halos what kind of halo infinite the one like, i played most been called recently halos. <laughs> Well, yeah. that was that's called Zeta Halo, which is like a super Halo that they're on. I don't know. Oh, okay. play that campaign. Any yeah. any final thoughts? Because you guys still play that game occasionally, and it is. I'm not wrong in saying it is more like it's like a live service Fortnite style game now, right? Yes, yes. That's kind of the direction they wanted to go with the multiplayer online because that's the gen- that's the direction that the gaming industry has kind of gone, where it's like multi. You know, online multiplayer shooters are generally these live service games where they're or they're adding updates and stuff over a period of time. They're adding new seasons, battle passes, that kind of thing. So that's what Halo is doing now with Halo Infinite. Um, but I played the campaign and beat the campaign on Halo Infinite as well. So and I could not tell not you much the about the plot because um, it's yeah. not free. Now, but the multiplayer in the, in the last couple ones I remember of like the four or three, I think like he like. Like John Spartan like dies at the end. I know that's not like permanent, right? But like, does mm-hmm. the story is the story? I guess still like it is still just one story. Halo Infinite continues the rest. The yeah, I mean, narrative he's kind of got going. Yeah, I think Cortana is like dead in this game, or like was destroyed. But he's she, he's hearing like flashbacks. I think she of her becomes the Halo at one point. At some point, yeah, and like yeah. 
Maybe there's a download lot of, into the entire planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot I don't understand about the plot of Halo games because I right. usually don't always pay attention as much as I should when I'm playing the, the campaign or whatever. I'm just like, all right, take me to the next but then, arena but, where I can blast so, some aliens. So mm-hmm. Here, this is my final thought is to say that, Jacob, exactly what you just said, I think marketing executives, CEOs at, at Paramount or, or CBS as well, or whatever, you know, whoever makes this and my father fall mm. for the same trap, which is they go like, Oh, halo kids know what that is. Kids like halo where it's like, you can't pin us down <laughs> on what we like about halo or be like, well, obviously, you know, the whole world of it, then explain all the intricate details to make Colin of Halo. I would never be able to do that, but I would defend to the death to people that I do like Halo. And what I'm talking about is basically liking three games I played when I was a child. So what's hard to capture from that is to turn that into anything else consumable. And that's just the beast of what capitalism is chasing that. Mm -hmm. What you like about it probably is the gameplay, which is the hardest thing to adapt into. Well, what I like about it is the memories of coming home after school and playing a video game with my friends, honestly. You guys ever make a highlight reel to some rock and roll music in your day? I did. I just God, think the yeah. plot of those games is not as strong as the gameplay. Maybe some people. It. There's a lot of people who disagree. really enjoy the plots. I like. I'm sure nerd. there are. Well, because it's like Master Chief destroys Halo. That gets the Arbiter in trouble because you were supposed to be in charge, dude. So now you're fucked and cast out. And then the floods show up. So Master Chief and Arbiter have to work together because that's a greater right. foe that's threatening everybody. Like there right. is stuff there. Oh yeah, uh, but isn't know, the, the guilty the spark, Arbiter or... turns against? the covenant though and well, because like, he finds out they're false prophets they're, right. their yeah. government's lying too right so it's right. Like so he's that. gotta redo the whole thing mm-hmm. i don't know i'll say for my final thoughts it might not stick for everybody I'll piss yeah. off all the the fans of halo and say that everything that the show does has changed about the story is good and is better than the <laughs> game <laughs> wow um the people who let's say it's fine coming... let's not say it's good let's say no, it's fine. I, yeah there's some changes that i think are bad but i do yeah. think the helmet thing the whole helmet debate i think he should take the helmet off let him take the helmet off so um he still keeps it on when he's fighting during the missions i think he makes sense when he takes it off so you know screw you nerds that's what I'll say. Fair no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, nerds. Yeah. Is I mean, honest to God, is there anything in the lore like Mandalorian where they're like, it's a religion, you can't see my face? No, it's just no, a he's stylistic just a soldier. choice to not yeah. show his face in those first couple games, right? So there's no but, reason And when not. you play the games, you're always on a mission when you're playing. So It's first-person POV, too. You never look in a mirror and you're like, oh, there. hey, I'm looking good. Okay. You're never not spending a... time in a combat zone, even if you're yeah. on a yeah. ship traveling. I don't right? think you're he like... has... A... I don't think there's a rule in the game that he can never take the helmet off. He just never has. The no. devs just never have revealed it to show what he looked like. And there was a yeah, long right. time when they were doing the movie that they were alleging it was going to be Denzel. And I'm like, I'm here for that, too. Yeah, you know? that's interesting. That was an early yeah, rumor sure. that we were going to get. That's cool. So, uh, yeah. But I think, like, the thing is, a, a video game adaptation came out last year that kind of figure out how to adapt a video game, which is just actually adapt the video game right and that was called the last of us right oh um, why is this I literally that DNA? 
You thought I thought you were building up to say Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well. like uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but The Last of Us, they were like, we're literally going to do the story yeah. in the game of The Last of Us, and yeah. it worked. And people were like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, we can see what we need is, to expand. We can see what we don't need to. Yeah. yeah. The difference is I think that story like it was just so good as a standalone story that it made sense to adapt it that way. Whereas there's some games like well, no again, one's Halo... Helmets. In The Last of Us. Hey, but Jacob, again, I argue, if I was calling home two years ago and saying to my dad, hey, I'm telling you, you need to watch this first season of Halo. We just got to episode four, and he just unlocked the Halo and the flutter coming out, so he's not killing aliens anymore. It's now a zombie narrative. I, I think people would have been interested. Like, I think my dad would have been like, that sounds cool. The original, yeah. following the game template, you know, just briefly would have been a show about like exploring and discovering what the fuck the halo is, what it does. And he's, it's basically just chief and Cortana and she's kind of have her hologram show up, but that's how that would function is like an alien covenant kind of vibe or Prometheus or something. Yeah. It's like Prometheus. You're totally, yes. That's That's what a halo would be. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly they were like, we want to like expand the world building and have all these different factions of humans and we want to show all these different military people. Well, it should be about how farmers are mad at the government (laughs) and you're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It It should be about some shady admirals that are trying to, do some kind of secret plot within uh, UNSC. It, it, yeah. A character should say, daddy's got to go to work when he puts on his space <laughs> uh-huh. pirate outfit. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, Halo. Uh-huh, and yeah. Master Chief should have sex with a girl that was raised by the Covenant. Yeah, that's right. It's the first we love she's it. been around. She's been waiting too. <laughs> I'm going to watch the, I'm going to skip around the first season. I've also decided just to find that weird sex You've got to see Master Chief. <laughs> I think that's dude. episode eight. Yeah. If that helps okay. you, I think that's episode Good. eight. Excellent. So just Good. watch that one. Right, um, yeah, any yeah. other predictions for the season two? What are they going to freaking do here? I mean, I guess I it's would... all kind of leading to the plot of like the main games. We'll maybe be right on the cusp of starting Halo one at the end of this season. If we're lucky, if we go through yes. the reach yeah. arc, yes. that's the closest hey, we'll be. Mike, okay, we need the war to kick my... off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my prediction is that in a whatcha 10 episodes from now we will go like can you believe i'm so excited that the halo season two finale introduced guilty spark and he like send out the the signal to come to halo or whatever they had to we'll drive like, the yeah. jeep he was driving the yes. jeep out of there <laughs> yes dude they did the jump he did the With ramp the he, fell. he had to restart mm-hmm. oh <laughs> yeah have we gotten it yet we haven't the the, well, the the um they changed the the uh, theme song for the show for season two. They rewrote mm-hmm. it. I think oh. to sound more like the yes, Halo you can one hundred percent tell a yeah. desperate act because the, <laughs> one of the big criticisms of season one was you have all this iconic music. Why did you not use it? Went, right, Ooh, you're right. And there was like a cube. Yeah. Like in the first season, they they start with that the line and then it goes into like a different song basically. Yeah. So you hear the cue, but it doesn't do the full song. Wow. Um, yeah, it's I'm like gonna, they're hinting at stuff, but then like we're doing our own thing. I'm it's kind of the same. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say 400% more dun 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 <laughs> in the battles, dun, please. Oh my god. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, real quick, it. what is your guys' favorite level? Ooh. Mm. Of any I mean, Halo. I guess Battle Creek. 
right? Oh, midship. Midship's my favorite. The purple midship's round one. Midship's good. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Sure. Is it called the library? Is that what it's the called? Library is the flood. Or is like like that's when you. Oh first, like, the flood yeah, that's, that's you, but that's maybe not a multiplayer there too. One, is it? There's yeah. one that looks right. like that though. That Are you talking multiplayer okay. levels or? or yeah, ta- I'm talking multi. Level. I'm talking multi. Oh yeah, there's so many I I I like that I can't even remember the names. Uh, well. oh, I have a trouble remembering the, one in the, the snow names. That's that base built into the cliff. That's a good. Oh one. my! What's God. the one with like the square, like the square part in the middle, and there's like two buildings on the side? The one that we always play in multiplayer. Is it snowing? Mike, do you know what I'm talking about? No, but they like rebuilt it. I know what it. you're talking about. Well, re- oh, it yes. is snowing, I think. Yeah, they rebuilt yeah, it for lockout. the for Halo like Infinite. Top and bottom. Lockout. That's yeah. a good Lockout. It's the multiple levels with the jumps. Oh, There's like the God. jump pad. Yep. Shotgun in the basement. Is and I mean, we did it. We we were yeah. all the age where you guys did four versus four, two Xbox hooked up to each other, kids in separate rooms screaming, you're drinking Mountain Dews. Yeah, all those yeah. are the good I, old days. Things will never be as good as they were in those days. I will, I will never be as happy as I was in no. Kevin Tuff's basement. <laughs> he, it's his birthday. Eating pizza, he drinking Mountain Dew. 14. Yeah. yeah. And you find out one of your classmates is better or as good at halo as you kind of you know predicted where no, you're no like oh, oh you know what scott can fucking bring it okay you know what hey you want to be on red next time okay we could use you over here yeah. we're playing God, you're playing Jesus games you're playing Christ. zombies and shotguns you're playing zombies you're yeah. playing see <sighs> come on so i mean we had our house my dad had wired it so all the ethernet ports were also land ports so we could have yo separate rooms xbox live had everybody with a full tv mm. upstairs dude downstairs. what the fuck are it you kidding sick. that's incredible it was so sick nobody's sharing a screen it was like no the fucking screen looking cheating that we would pull mike we, we've we're never not done it but we've all done it right yeah, yeah. And then what I would just you? play uh, Halo 3 a lot when I was in high school. After mm-hmm. school, every day, I'd yes. be like, go home, play Halo 3 online. Online, yes. Yeah. That broke the and wall between the jocks and the nerds that it started did. it. Call yeah. of Duty finished it. it. Halo 3 did. started it. Zanzibar is a good map with the big windmill. Just remember that one. Sure. Zanzibar. I want to play the Master Chief Collection now. <laughs> yeah. That's what the show I'm, did. It makes me love very... Halo iconography. Yeah. <laughs> I might start burning through these campaigns. What was what was bigger to you guys, Halo or Goldeneye? Hmm. Halo. I, was I feel like that's two I different so. eras because yeah, it is. Gold but they build off each other so much. I know, but yeah. like the difference between slappers only, Jacob, and you just saying fucking zombies on lockout or yeah. plasma grenades only, or hey, we're playing King of the Hill, but you know, like you know, like it's all, we're only going to do energy swords, or whatever, like. Shotty snipers. The difference is with uh, yes, no scope. Somebody, Mike. You go back and and revisit Goldeneye. It is rough. Like the graphics are not good. The controls are not good. Like you forget how bad it looks until you. Because like in my memory, it looks better than it actually looks. They should do a Goldeneye movie. (laughs) You know what, Mike? Yeah, you know what? (laughs) I think a Paramount Plus TV show. I think that's a little more interesting. We need to build that bad Mm. boy out. It'll be called (laughs) No Odd Job. Because <laughs> he was not allowed That's to be selected because he was too uh, short. Cast for the new uh, Bond. You couldn't see him if he was right next to you. Just shoot yeah. your knees. Yeah, it was not fair. I think Pablo yeah. was a very popular Wolverine casting, actually. So hmm. you know what? He'd be a good James Bond too. Wolverine yeah, casting. Yeah, like if it wasn't Hugh Jackman. 
Well, I, I mean, I think for a long time, nobody ever thought there would be a possibility that he would ever come back after Logan. Oh, so. right. That but Pablo's Paul, to, too. To cast Sabretooth's brother to play the new Wolverine. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty dumb, actually. And we need a short... We need Danny DeVito to be Wolverine. Wolverine's short. Yeah. Okay. He's he needs a short, to be a short king. king. I mean, Danny yeah. DeVito, probably a little too old at this point. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe People throw out fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. They say yeah. Daniel Radcliffe would be a good one. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. He can get shredded. I think he'd be good. He, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that new season of uh, whatever that fucking Miracle Workers show. But he's like a Mad Max now. He's got fucking juiced up arms in that show. So... Oh yeah, that's like a an a anthology where each season is a different yeah it's a different story, but they're different the same cast playing different characters, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Watch Halo no. on Paramount Plus. <laughs> I guess one and two now. Yeah. Two. Well, any complaints about the streaming service itself? It didn't fuck up as much as Paramount Plus typically does when I watch it. So that I was impressed by that actually. No, it seemed to work okay for me. I don't like having to learn all the different interfaces. Can we just have kind of unified layout? But no, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. The difference in between the people that do movies, TVs, and however else you're going to sort by the middle opposed to a bar to the left that you can scroll mm. to, I hate that. Let's unify and decide whatever well, we're going to do across all of them. Yeah, yeah, I hate what Max is like now because it's like... Yes. I'm looking for movies and they have all this reality TV junk and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like clogging up my searches and stuff. And then like you said, yeah, the movies and TV above and then different things on the side. It's just, they switch. They much. used to be to the left. Now they do the paramount thing, Jacob, where it's in the yeah. middle. And I can't find it every time we need and a it's lobby. Like, it's like, we, we figured out gas, you know, pedals and like a standardization. We need to standardize streaming UI. If we're going to have right. a million of them, come on. Max FCC. is just the funniest to me because of mm-hmm. all the content they have on there now, it's like, oh, do you want to watch The Sopranos or do you want to watch Flip This House or whatever? Yeah, Babysitter <laughs> Murders. Um, Next to all these like prestige HBO shows. It's just very funny to me. Yeah. It's, it's David weird. Zaslav, you, I will, I'm not going to say what I want. See you in Spartan you. I will be implicated. Yeah, well, I heard he got bit by the flood, so no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, I think that's kind of our final thoughts here on halo unless anybody else has anything else to say i just yeah i think i just want to play halo now like let me go it's the big sell out yeah i just want to rewatch the expanse <laughs> halo because i know we made the joke about whatever the future of of microsoft is up top or whatever mm-hmm. but 343 or who who is the company that makes they no longer exist anymore right well it was bungie it was uh, and then they became three four three, which is only a company that only operated around Did Halo. Halo games. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, all the project leads for Halo Infinite either got fired or moved on. Three four three still is kind of a thing, but it's not. That's just the video like, game. All the industry, people who work though. there, yeah, nobody it's is left the over. Current, from the Halo and the people the from Bungie made Destiny the... now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh right, Destiny. Destiny. And none of us play anything like that, right? Mm-mm. Jacob, I think a lot no. about you in the Rebel Moons episodes <laughs> like that thing about like there's a wizard on the moon. Yeah. yeah, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> well, their modernization was got away always from looked them. like off-brand Halo to me. Yeah, like, well, it really did. Their own game. It's the yeah. company that made Halo. It is Bungie. It's the original creator yeah, of like Halo. Yeah. They split they from Microsoft it. and they're like we don't Fuck Halo, we're going to make our own IP now. It's called Destiny. 
And it's basically right? well, what is it? It's ba- it's 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 Halo. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, okay cool. But no, our friend yeah, uh, Leroy plays that game, right? He's a big, yeah, but he's uh, forsaken it because the monetization uh, got too greedy. A lot of people are abandoning Destiny Two because they got too greedy. They yeah, were right. too deep. Drums in the dark. So well, no, whenever like I just hear, whenever I read that a video game is based around the events, you know, the the mm-hmm. annual events that release or whatever around it, then I'm like, that that game's not for me. Well, that's the like, thing with the state of the video game industry. If we mm-hmm. we're going to get into this in this podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah. every company it. wants to make a live service game because of games like Fortnite that are so popular and so sustainable. But the problem is live service games rely on the fact that their core fan base only plays that game exclusively because mm-hmm. that's how they survive. Right. And, and the, video gaming industry as a whole can only support like six of those games at once. Yeah. The buy is not big enough. Right. right. So every company trying to like, they're doing that with this suicide squad kills the justice league, which is a live service game that like nobody is going to want to play in like six months. And it's going to be abandoned. And that's what's happening. That's what happened kind of with halo infinite. Although they're still strangely going and releasing new battle passes and stuff for that. Square Enix's but, Avengers was that way, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they don't learn. And like kids like I, this, yeah, I was reading a report of like every company now has like a live service game in development because they're not learning their lessons that it's like it's not a sustainable thing. So No. And then we lay off all the devs because we made a stupid fucking idea. Yeah. And uh, then the, we bring in new people and the video game industry is a mess right now. Like every day I'm reading like, oh, Activision laid off a thousand people. Oh, this company yeah, laid off a up. bunch of people. It's a really sad state of affairs right now. So it's a late stage of capitalism. So support Paramount and their Halo television <laughs> show. And well, did you yeah. guys hear that they're using uh, the AI Cortana to make the next Halo game? But she can't get the, she can't get the number of fingers right. She keeps getting yeah, mastered right. like eight fingers. I still can't. She wants to point out Microsoft called their AI Cortana after Cortana. Their assistant, yeah, yeah. their Siri. It's Cortana. It's it is Cortana. their Siri. That is so weird. Yeah, it is well, because it is Halo is so integral to Microsoft because yeah. it was the system seller that made Xbox, basically. Um, that you guys know it was an Apple game, right? And that Steve Jobs sold it to Microsoft. Oh yes, yes. Bungie did, was I making. They made Marathon first on Mac. They were developing it for Windows or mm. Mac, and then they were like, "Yeah, just take it." And that's. But again, yeah, the current state of affairs with Xbox is that they're doing so badly in sales compared to PlayStation. That they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not doing Xbox we anymore. We might be done. <laughs> we yeah. might be wrapping this. We might become this little company called Sega where we just kind <laughs> yeah. of like own the things that we own and we're happy about that. License yeah. it to everybody. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I play on PC, so I've been using a PS5 controller anyway. But man, that's weird. That's wild, Mike. That's so weird. The Xbox 360 controller is still probably the best one for a first-person shooter. Like the layout with the I use asymmetrical PS5. sticks. I wish I could have a PS controller with asymmetric wow. sticks. That is so freaky. You guys are using PS5 one. controllers to play on Halo PC. on your computers. Yeah, yeah when our friend Adam, controller. when I told him that, he he was like, that is sacrilege. You're playing Blast Halo with a PS5 controller? <laughs> yeah. if it's oh, hour, I got a PS4 controller with swappable joysticks. Man. Oh, wow. Oh, that's Actually, wild. It's a PS4 controller with a PS1 D-pad, PS2 face buttons, and PS3 shoulder. It, That's I insane. Made this. Anyway, I'm That's a nerd. Look, while I we're talking play Halo about video games, <laughs> yeah, 
I just want to say yeah. they're announcing all these Sony exclusives coming to PC, like the Spider-Man mm. games, obviously, and um, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is playable on PC. Of course, they're going to bring Horizon uh, Forbidden West to the PC mm-hmm. next. Where's the Bloodborne PC port? I've been waiting for it for years. Or the remaster. It's truly shocking yeah, what they will remaster. FPS. But Bloodborne, yeah. Yo, no, <laughs> Come on, you Seriously, they're, re- they're remastering The Last of Us Part 2, a yeah. game that came out in the year 2020. <laughs> yeah, we got to fix that it. That does not need a remaster. It's, it we got to fix fine. it. <laughs> yeah. Graphics have not improved enough in the four years since that game came out to to for it to need a remaster you know what does need a remaster freaking bloodborne oh yeah. yes so yeah bloodborne Get fans hey, we're not happy i throw out it. one last thing do you guys know if you buy a lego xbox 360 kit right now it comes with a lego halo 3 game case that you put together with it no way no that's, that's how they're trying to get it it's pretty yeah. wild for me Maybe they'll be on Lego Fortnite Halo style. Oh, yeah, that's for cheap from Fortnite. I could just play that yeah. instead. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we've gotten a little off topic, but the I think the key lesson is there they are. Halo is a great show. Fucking Arbiter would be cool as hell to play as in Fortnite. Yo, yeah. Put Arby. Arbiter in Halo Infinite, you fucking cowards. I always played as the Covenant. Oh, I always played yeah. Covenant. I remember you guys saying you can't do that. That really blows no. my mind. They could sell. Yeah, I guess they wanted more standardized because everyone is the same size rather than having a different model for the elite. Yeah, but I like. But you you can make elites the same size on hard mode, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They should add. They should. You know what though? Arbiter in Fortnite. That's something that should happen. That's a great idea. I mean, I play. I have the Xenomorph in Fortnite. Man, okay. Here's a fucking squad. Doom guy. Fucking John Spartan. Uh, fucking Arbiter. who? Well, who else are the leaders of like badass? I, I don't know, like Duke Nukem. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Oh shit! John Wick. Yeah. John well, Wick. no, no, I'm saying video games. games. Yeah. God of War was Kratos running. Yeah, around Kratos. Yeah, Kratos would be another one. that squad. You'd be like, oh, it's the fucking douchebags. The Giga Chads. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Chad. <laughs> Shredder. I have Shredder now. So Shredder. Shredder. That's the nice. big TMNT thing. So, anyways, we should. This has been fun. We've read a little podcast. in the weeds, but <laughs> yeah, I I had fun though. This is this fun. was like my follow up segments. We're just talking about anything. Hey, Wow, we're in it. Write into us at normies underscore like underscore us because I want to know our median listeners here. Were you doing land parties? Were you? Uh, what's what age are you? Do were you yeah. like? Oh, my older like brother did those. Yeah, younger than us, you probably don't even like know what that is. Five. Yeah. My parents would rent me a movie on Netflix while my brother would do that. That will blow my mind. Go ahead and write to us and say that stuff. I'd like to hear that. You ever carry a CRT TV? <laughs> like, yeah, to, outside of your house to move to it? a yeah. fucking another room, Mike. Right. Yeah, where you had to do so much early science. Just put it in your car and drive across town to Billy's house for the weekend. Uh, crazy. Never did it for the, PCs, but I, let us know. Here's the last thing I'll say is the last video game I ever land was in college. I brought my 360 over to Joe's house and mm. we put our 360s and two TVs next to each other so we could play co-op Dead Rising 2 together. And that was the wow. last yes. LAN I ever did. Yeah. That's fun. I like Dead Rising 1 and 2. 
I remember no. you guys, you and Joe would team up with two of our other friends from uh, college. Well, two guys named, I think, Alex and Luke. That's uh, right. And you guys would play. Uh, what was that fucking game? Was that was that Dead Rising or what? Oh, Left Hunt, for Dead. Oh, uh, Left for Dead. I almost called it yeah. Hunter for Dead. <laughs> yeah, Left for Dead. <laughs> fucking yeah, dude. Fucking that shit. <laughs> but even just us doing two v two in Halo, dude, and like you coming over and being like, "Yo, I got next game." Like, I've got so many fucking memories like that. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get you the Master yep, Chief. Good times. Good times. You could be covering Anyways. that one. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Look at this Halo show, you know, making us feel yeah. nostalgic, you know, thinking about the good old days. Thanks. I John have Spartan. all those suits in Halo Infinite too, by the way. Those um Noble Team Reach suits. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say you had them in Fortnite. No, I wish, but um <laughs> right. you know, you can get the you different really see in the destiny in it. Like it's it's all I can see now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was wow. they were destined. They were destined. The skull guy's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Anyways, Normies. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Halo on Paramount Plus. I know, yep. you, I know you're loving it. Like Watch I am. along with us on YouTube. We appreciate that. <laughs> Please, uh, yes. Otherwise, we have been your hosts. I'm going to be the call in our bitter, call our bitter. I'm still mm. the Mikester chief. And this is uh, Cobb Tana. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time to uh, finish that podcast. <laughs> That's right. I need an outro. It's okay, Chief. I'll help you. It's me, Cobb Tana. Chief! Thanks, I love you. Chief, no! What? <laughs> Bye. Fucking guilty, Spark. Get out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!